okay, it's done. <laughs> the deed has been done. Um, <laughs> what a lovely thing to come in on. Hi, bots. Uh, welcome, friends, countrymen. Uh, why am I changing up the fucking intro? Oh, I know why. It's because I'm, I'm trying to count episodes. Uh, this would be episode 37 of the Frostwalkers podcast. I didn't have to go to Spotify to look. That's no. No, I didn't. I totally didn't have to do that. Um, this week, uh, Livy will hopefully be popping in later. And I know we said that during Eldrain, but we mean it this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here with us today, we have Kat reprising her role as Finley because Finley's permanent and yay. Um, <clears throat> Shay as Rowan. Rev as Andre. And a super cool guest star. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Um, hi, my name's Heather, also known as DM Dad Jokes on Instagram, and I'll be playing Geldrea, a swashbuckler rogue. <laughs> Heck yeah! And to hey. anyone who who watched the the small Terravona Dragonborn uh, charity stream, you saw Geldrea once before during during a. Uh, during Friday morning's events. Um, <clears throat> so, this episode. <laughs> um, yep. Woof. Um, no way to start but to start, I guess. Yep, I'm so, scared. So, strap in. I, I wish I had written something out. Emotional roller coaster. I wish I'd written something out monologue style, but. I have improv, so let's see what we got here. <clears throat> so, the Harvest Festival has come and passed. Finley has joined your ranks. Emery's prophecy has come to pass as well. The bearer of the Sword of War and Peace has been found in Finley. Caleb and Finley have spent some time together. Uh, they have gotten to know each other. You guys have gotten to bond in an episode that will probably either be put out later or just as a bonus content. Uh, you guys spent a night drinking together. Um, you guys have... That was, that was an experience. That was an experience, yeah. Um, but through all of this, one thing you can safely say is that the Night Council has grown from your humble beginnings. Um, even back from just a few months ago, when you received interesting messages in your dreams from Anna, the the spirit of a high elf sorceress who fell in the war. Um, Finley has not been visited by Anna in a dream, though the other three have, but Finley has promised but Anna has promised the rest of the Night Council that Finley is instrumental to her plans. Um Finley, you know the name Anna, and you know her works. She was one of the heroes of the war, right up there with Caleb and Zagreus, and she was inseparable with those two, and she gave her life for the people in a fight against a red dragon uh, who was named... Give me a moment, I have this. Uh, sorry. Yes, Vernorn the Hollow. And his but, but defeat... Vernorn the Hollow. Vernorn Ver the Hollow? Mm-hmm. Okay. The red dragon's name was Vernorn. 
and it was its defeat that led the people of Timshul have a moment of respite and enough time to rally to take on the final fight against the Shadow Dragon itself and uh, save their kingdom. But that victory came at the cost of Anna's life. Fifty years have passed. Calum mourned her as she was his closest friend. But now she's promising a way to bring her back. And you have most of what you need. You've grown as people, as casters. You have the red orb, which will be all the magic you need. You just need the instructions. And tonight, when the barrier between worlds is at its lowest, when the spirits are moments away from having their grips on, on their souls clenched by the goddess of death and winter, the Raven Queen, her season marks a low period of activity for the undead. But right beforehand is when the barrier is at its weakest. And it is now that you are striking. The ancient Arcanum in the old town ruins of Timshul have been known to be the place of a tome that has the instructions on a ritual that could bring Anna back as a Bale Norn lich. A lich who does not need to harvest souls to stay alive, but runs on arcane energy. She may not be exactly the same, but it will be her. She won't need to lose herself to any sort of madness as a Bale Norn. And so, knowing this, you stand at the base of the Arcanum, looming above you, towering. The, si the height of a modern building, of a modern industrial skyscraper almost, but in stone. And its look, as you look up to it, is imposing. The perspective making it loom higher than it may It's a cold day, but the sun is shining. What do you do? You're at the door. Oh, oh wow. Wow. That's so, like, cinematic. I like it. Very different tone than we're used to. Um, is... <sighs> so, question. This episode is going out on Halloween, right? No, it is going out Monday. Like, the Monday. That is the Monday of today's Friday. I see. Okay. The 27th. But this is our, like... Or 28th, or whatever. Okay, but this is our, like, Halloween episode, right? Correct. Which is why it is when the barrier between worlds is its lowest, All Hallows' Eve. Cool. Um, on a lighter note, are we dressed up? And what are we dressed up as? I am hesitant to think you're in your Halloween costume as you go to save the soul of your friend, Rowan. <laughs> you're right. You're correct. <sighs> I was just trying to lighten the mood. You're right. I wouldn't put it past us, though. <laughs> okay, okay. Better question. Do you want to go into the spooky no. ghost place in a costume? No. Nah. No. We can, we can ask what they would have worn on Halloween for the sake of that being canon, if you must. We can also <laughs> do that later. That's fine. I was just trying to lighten the mood. Continue. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to- I didn't mean to be mean. No, but... no, no, it was not mean at all. Okay, I just... 
So you guys are standing out there in whatever clothes you so choose. I will, I will, I will take the pacifist to passive wrap there. Whatever you want to wear, you're wearing. Um, <laughs> default. De- default it is. Um, mm-hmm. You guys are standing outside. It's not snowing or nothing like that, but the autumn leaves are blowing. It's very, it's like, it's a cold autumn day, you know? Mm-hmm. Not, not, it's not winter levels, but it is a cold autumn day. And mm-hmm. the sun is out, but it's a gray day, too. You know? Mm. It's not a bright, sunny day. It's, you can see the light of the sun coming in, but it, the day is gloomy. Mm. It's cold. It's cold and gloomy and autumnal. And the reds and oranges of the leaves, like, popping out in the gray landscape. Mm. Because there are probably a lot of trees in the old town ruins, even though the buildings themselves are decrepit. The the wildlife has gotten to grow for fifty years or so. So, mm. so, what are you guys doing at the base? Are you making you, basically this is your final preparations? So, tell me what they did to prepare, what they got on. The, you know what I mean? Mm. So, I'll start. With I think Andre. Oh, so- sorry, oh, sorry, sorry, Andre. What like? How did you prep? Are- Especially because Anna's... I started with Andre because Anna's in her head. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, like, Anna's super excited, but that excitedness has kind of pegged into silence. It's, like, the sort of thing where she's so excited that she almost worries that if she talks talks you through it, she'll, like, you know, observing a thing changes its outcome, you know? Oh, yeah. That makes sense. <sighs> So, let me see. What did Andre do to prepare? You can say, like, yoga to emotionally prepare. <laughs> That's valid. <laughs> I, I don't know that Andre is the yoga type. Um, <laughs> be more Rowan's thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that'd be a Rowan thing. Um, Rowan did some Zumba and cried. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I just Zumba's like really athletic, and so imagining someone doing that and crying is very funny to me. I don't know why I said that. I just didn't want to say yoga again. Honestly, no, it's okay. It's a very funny mental image. Oh. So okay, I'm gonna say that before. Before Anna did go silent, um, Andre probably spent a lot of time, like, talking to her. Maybe not about this particularly, but just, like, you know, just friendly conversation. Like, this is gonna be a thing, but it's gonna be fine, and so we're gonna act like it's gonna be fine. (laughs) Right, Um, yeah. She definitely has both Fearbringer and the Sword of Light and Shadow with her, just in case... Because um, Andre, I think more than anyone else, knows the story because Chedwick told you, yeah? Yeah. Or was it um, Lothor? Either Lothor or Chedwick. It was one of the people that Andre talked to during Check and Mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, more than anything, she's on high alert. She's got her wits about her and she's got all her blades ready. <laughs> I love it. All right, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Just something about that made me chuckle. <clears throat> anyway, 
Uh, Finley, are you set to go, or do you want to ro- Rowan to say hers first? Uh, I'm I'm set to go. I think. Okay, um, so what did Finley do to like prepare for this? Bearing in mind she does live with Caleb. Uh, first off, um, she is a warlock of the Raven Queen herself. Right. <clears throat> so she definitely relayed that information to Caleb. Probably gave like a super long lecture about uh repercussions and uh so so on and so forth about death um basically probably gave him just a big long um chiding about how like this is dangerous if we're gonna do this this is like i'd want her back too but this is what's on the line here Um, right yeah i think uh, caleb was Caleb wasn't angry at this. I think he was actually very he was very civil with his response to you, Finley. And you could tell there was no malice behind it. It was very much something of like, you know, thank you for being upfront about your concerns, you know? Yeah. Now ultimately Caleb Caleb was saying that this was gonna happen, but he didn't want to sound like he disregarded your feelings. He was very he was very good I think, and the dice say he was very good at like easing your fears. Yeah, I think, I think it would be it. It wouldn't be she wouldn't be denying or uh, at going directly against it. Basically, just ranting of, of her insecurities about it because it's a really big deal, and especially as someone who who worshipped or is is more like of oh, the Raven Queen. It's kind of even a bigger deal um, right, to be yeah. involved in that kind of stuff. But oh yeah, uh, so um, she definitely uh, brought the sword of war and peace. Um, has she been to this area before, or is this new to her? She's definitely seen it. Anyone who's been in Timshul long enough has seen the ruin. The most of it themselves is just these decrepit buildings, and it, it almost just looks like a section of what was at one point just as much Timshul as the rest of town, but just is older and more decrepit and not kept up, you know? Yeah. So, uh, the Arcanum itself, though, she probably has not been into. As a matter of fact, she's probably been in front of telling people not to go in. Yeah. So, like, this is... This is weird for Finn. Like she's been she's she's been there so that way like teenagers on the Harvest Festival wouldn't sneak up there with drinks or whatever, you know? Yeah. Now um, she's going in there herself. Definitely. I'd say that she sort of um just like Andre, she's very on guard, literally and figuratively. Um, <laughs> I think that uh she's wearing a little, um, a little like uh, trophy of an enemy that she's taken, like around her neck, just as sort of a good luck charm, like maybe okay. just like a like a tooth or something that just sort of like it's like okay. I have power, it's okay. <laughs> Intimidate. I that. Um, but yeah, that's that's what she's been doing. Okay, I made a note of that. All right, last but not least, Rowan. Uh, um. 
Yeah, so I'm gonna try to make that first little bit make sense. Knowing Rowan, I think she would probably be trying to lighten the mood, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that this is something that's very... Like, she really hopes that this works, you know? For Anna and for Caleb and just for everyone. She's really hoping that this goes well. Um, and so... But but she knows the risk of it. And so I think she's just trying to... to you know, to lighten everybody's spirits. So she's probably asked them, you know, as maybe like as they were walking into this place, what they were going to wear for Halloween. Just yeah. to get their minds off of, just to get their minds off of things. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And then so... I think that she also um, has with her, Rowan doesn't really have any armor to protect herself, but um, she's definitely brought Heartmender and the, the sword as well. Okay. Did you bring, are you riding Coco? Or... Um, I don't know if I'm riding on Coco right now, but I definitely brought Coco with me. Okay, so you have Coco. That was what was important to me. All right. So, okay. I know. Oh yeah, we're probably gonna be. I'm very aware. I've I've heard tale of some spooky stuff, um, going on here. So I've definitely brought my my big beefy dog with me. Okay. As protection. Okay. Well, we've stalled long enough. You're at the doorway. And Calum looks at all of you, has a deep sigh. All right, well, kind of stretches out a little bit and just, like, there are two guards on either side of the door. One, uh, one a half-orc and one a dwarf. And they're, like, nodding knowingly at Calum, and he holds up his uh, arcade and focus, his staff. And it mm-hmm. glows a blue light, and a crystal on the door shines that blue light as well, and the door just pulls itself open, uh, giving mm-hmm. like splitting in the middle to let you guys open as these ornate wooden doors creak and just groan and seem to seem to fight themselves to push in. It almost seems like they don't want to, but eventually, to Caleb's call, they give way. Mm-hmm. And it's quiet for a moment as you look in and just see how vastly dark it is in there. And you hear just the rushing of, of insect-like feet and the plops of water on occasion, almost counting by minute. And it's in this stressful moment where you hear behind you... Uh, the two sets of footsteps for and uh, you turn around and Heather would you like to introduce your character sure you see a tall for even an elf Shatterkai she has raven black hair a black billowing cloak behind her clasped together with the silver a silvered feather of raven she has geometric tattoos covering one side of her face and she has two swords at her waist and in tow, she has <laughs> a small, uh, not a uh, fairly short Avario boy. He has like aviator glasses. He has the hat, 
the aviator hat. <clears throat> uh, he has a nice. He has a set of very steampunky Asylum tech-looking armor on him, but below it has like a very regular shirt. Um, his wings are more brown than Rin's. He his aesthetic is maybe yeah. more of that of a sparrow or finch than your typical. Establish right now. Uh, Sounds very much very similar to Rin, but not the same person. His hair is a bit more poofy than Rin's, I think, a bit more curly. Uh, he overall just seems a bit. A bit more like playful than hmm. your typical Avario that you've seen. Mm-hmm. He's even a though, even the way he walks, he like his toe touches the floor, and then he flaps his wings a bit to give him some movement forward. Then his other toe taps the floor. He flutters. He his other toe taps the floor. He flutters. It's like oh his heels gosh. almost never touch the floor. He kind of flutter jumps his way around. Oh, he he sounds real cute. He does have him. freckles, and he has a big smile as he's, like, trying to keep <laughs> As he's in this, like, really spooky, dark place. It's, like, really yeah, somber. Like he's, he's, just super, he's, he's just super happy. Beaming. He is beaming, absolutely. And uh, <laughs> oh. he just looks over and just goes, like, Well, this is the place I told you about, Galdrea. Let's go in. We have a job to do. <laughs> she kind of shakes her head. Okay. Okay. Are you sure about this? I I know this is pretty a lot for you, so she kinda sighed as you look at him. Mm-hmm. You know how much I need this, even if it's going to be hard. Thank you for coming with me. Like she, I couldn't not. <laughs> <laughs> True. You're my best friend. I had to be here. She softens. Thank you anyways. <laughs> and I think it's at this point he turns, notices the rest of the party and just goes, <gasps> New friends! Finley pulls out her weapon. <laughs> Galdrea pulls out hers. No, 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 no. Rowan will kind of uh, uh, put her hands on, on Finley's sword. And, and kind of absolutely to puts his hand on Galdrea's sword, and the two are like, I bet you, like, Finn and Rowan, I, uh, uh, Jitter and Rowan have, like, their eyes locked. They're just like, <laughs> wait, 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 nobody has to fight. State your business. Uh, fun? (laughs) (laughs) Nobody just goes into the Arcanum for fun. It's not really a very fun place. Also, by the way, does anybody have a light cantrip? I am one of the few races that don't have dark vision, unfortunately. Ooh, 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 I can do that! Uh, and he... He walks up to you, Rowan, and he spins a little dais on his on his armor, and then he taps it and he puts his hand his hand on your uh, on your like leather armor, and it starts like glowing uh, a little white light around it. Ooh! <laughs> and he kind of like puts his hands on his hips, makes himself look look big, and just goes like, "Yep, I can do that." Thank you. No problem. Rowan- Rowan just looks like a little nightlight now. Like, her arm is glowing. Uh, actually, wait, this is cool to me. Rowan has this little, um, actually, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before. Rowan has this little, um, like, amethyst crystal necklace that she swears has healing properties, but it doesn't. It's just a crystal necklace. Um, and maybe he touched that, and that's kind of glowing, like a nice purple color. I just, I like that visual. That works for me. Um, 
Calum just turns and just goes, Are you two expected? I, I'm sorry, not many people are just allowed free passage into the Arcanum. Caldria just looks at Jitter. She has no clue what to do right now. <laughs> he gives, like, he looks at her and gives her, like, an earnest shrug and just goes, I, 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 I tried to do as much research as I could. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to the interrupt anything. The guards just anything. let you pass? The guards are just standing there just as confused. <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> How did you even get in here? They're not inside. I think I think this needs to be stated. You're at the door. Okay. Like they're they're like they came from outside. Like you saw them walk up. It's just you're you're still outside. You haven't actually walked in yet. The guards are like at the doorway, just like do we do we stop? Do we? Listen. Jitter just kind of chimes in, just goes, Oh, how rude of us. Uh, hi, hello, my name's Jitter. This is Galdrea. Um, we're adventurers, and we heard tell that there's a book in this ruin of mage uh, powers and stuff. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm more of a builder than a bona fide magic user. A lot of my magic comes from my technology, but I, I still know my way around a wand. Jitter. <laughs> yeah. And she steps forward. <laughs> and she just says, I need a tome that I've been looking for for years at this point. And I'm your best friend, so I have to come along. That's adorable. Um, what exactly do you need this tome for? Because we also need it for very, very important reasons. Oh dear, I, I sure hope it's not the same book. That would be very awkward. Um, I need it to return to my home. That's it. Caleb just kind of nods and just goes, that's probably not the same book. I, I doubt not. Resurrection and Teleportation are in the same tome. Oh. Uh, no, I'm sure they wouldn't be. Okay. <laughs> so we don't need to fight. We can work together. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I guess it's always good to have a bigger party. Uh, I'm not going to make an executive choice here. Finn, Andre, uh, what do you guys have to say about it? I think it's odd to come in here for, quote, fun. Mm. That's true. That is a little bit suspicious. <laughs> I just wanted to, I just didn't want you guys to think that we were trying to steal a book from you. I thought you might have been the librarian's. He loves anything that can educate him further. Of course, this is fun for him. <laughs> she gives him, like, a fun book. I think Rowan just kind of looks at her party. <laughs> We're in, like, full armor carrying swords and just kind of blinks at that comment of, I thought you guys were librarians. <laughs> I like, think... What? Do we I look think... like librarians to you? I think uh, Caleb kind of nudges Andre and Finn and just goes like, do they seem like they're like not just like chill friends to you? Like, am I, am, am I not the only one picking up on this? Um, no, there's definitely more to them. <laughs> cool. Glad I, it wasn't just me. Can I hear I, this? <laughs> I have no idea. Probably. <laughs> it literally looks like... Her skin is, like, pretty much pale white. You can see she just turns bright red. 
Oh. <laughs> Called it. <laughs> Caleb then just like like leans into the other three and just actually actually I've wanted to make this joke for so long. Caleb just like puts up a finger to to uh, Jitter and Galdrea and says, "Give me a second, uh, Night Council," and he just like literally huddles like uh-huh. sports ball style in a uh-huh. circle. Your head's leaning. He's like, "Okay, what do we do here?" <laughs> I don't like them. They're suspicious, but I don't like anyone who makes any first impressions, so I don't know if my judgment is valid or not. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I mean, they they seem nice enough, but, but, but at the same time, we are trying to conduct a very, very difficult and also very personal ritual. I don't I mean, I don't think I need to be here during the ritual. I think, but I do think having extra hands on deck climbing the Arcanum isn't a bad idea. That is true. The one is very tall. True, and that would I mean, be useful. And I mean, they are a shadow <laughs> and Finn is a warlock of the Raven Queen, so maybe there's something there. True, maybe. true. They don't seem I, too hostile, I guess. They don't seem hostile. They seem almost too friendly. At least the one does. Yeah, but I'm getting, like, they, Caleb, like, turns back. Galdrea's probably just standing there normally, and Jitter's probably just, like, like bouncing up and down. He just goes, I get the sense that that's not an act. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jitter. <laughs> Do you want uh, them to come along, Caleb? I feel like there's no harm in it, and if what they're after is that important, I don't, I don't want to turn them down. It sounds like they have a lot banking on this too. Okay, right, I, I will make a deal with you. Uh, I am willing to let them, uh, join if. You stay close to me so you don't get hurt. Oh, okay. That's a deal. Aww. Okay, then I then I will I am fine with it then. Andre? Is she like looks over at Jitter and Gal and is like mm, like squinting. And she's like, I mean I I don't see a reason why they shouldn't be allowed in. I just Fair. I just I worry about the little one. <laughs> yeah. See, okay. Here's 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 the truth of the matter. They seem nice enough. It's true. It's a little bit suspicious that they just kind of got in here and are claiming that it's just well, the one is claiming it's just for fun. Essentially my point is that they seem nice enough and it Kalen was right. It is better to have more people on our side because I've heard some tale about the kind of things that are in this building. And if they do turn on us there, there are four of us and two of them and we've 
fought some scary, scary shit. So I am confident in our ability to protect ourselves. Fair enough. I guess it's decided. Calum turns around and just goes, You two are more than welcome to accompany us. I'm, I apologize. This was just very sudden. Oh, understandable. And she kind of steps forward. Jitter gives Gal a hug and just goes, After years, <laughs> we finally get to do this. I'm so happy for you. She just oh, grins. Kind of like pats Aww. him on the shoulder. Not like in a condescending way. Like actually legitimate, genuine, like comforting. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> they so cute. So, sound adorable. I really hope they're not evil. <laughs> so, the, so, all of you guys go in. Um, on the first room, you see. Well, once the light from everything you know clears up for everyone with dark vision, it's not a problem. And Rowan has her little light crystals now. <clears throat> uh, so, mm-hmm. in the first room, it is decrepit. There's cobwebs. It's gross. <laughs> uh, for someone from the Shadowfell, hey, that might look like home. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's the only notable things in this room, besides just a door, uh, is two gargoyles and a suit of armor that has a pale green light at its base, leaking out like on the side of the hallway. And you can jump over the green light fairly easily. And there's just two gargoyles perched on the inside, strangely. And they're just looking down, glaring. Well, that's weird and spooky. Who put gargoyles on the inside of their building? I'm going to start. I'm going to make a general uh, blanket statement that will carry through for our whole time in this arcana. If at any given moment you want to make a check, tell me, and I will let you. This is not something where I will tell you when. This is something where if something feels off, you tell me when you want to make those perception, investigation, things like that. Because I, I am just going to tell it to you how it is. You guys have to like tell me what you find weird, and we'll go off that, okay? That's okay. my blanket statement. So, good. Can I have Andre make an arcana check? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Do. And same applies to you, Heather, for Galdrea. Like, yeah. don't worry about it. Like, that was to everyone. Alright, let's see. That is a 19. Fuck, okay. Um, nice. Alright, here's, here's, here's the arcane skinny. Um... <clears throat> That green light is a trigger. You get the sense that stepping in that light will activate something within the armor itself, which will probably not be good. Uh, you can guess it's probably an animation spell of some sort. Uh, so if you trip the light, you'll probably wake up the guard. And Andre, a more concerning... Well, that, that was kind of obvious from the setup, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Andre goes like, wow, that makes sense. The one that doesn't make sense, though, is you look at those gargoyles again, and you see, like, on their hands and feet, you notice, like, cracking and breakage. And 
I'm going to say that you were able to look up because you rolled really well. When you walked in, you saw two perches that had nothing on them. And judging by the way that the hands and feet have broken and cracked, it almost seems like these gargoyles moved inside with you. And broke off their stone attachments, and that's why their hands and feet are so, like, warped, because they literally broke themselves to, to be looming over you now, but still still as statues. Okay, alright. So Andre turns to the party and is like, okay, first of all, don't step on the green light. <laughs> Just that that has bad written all over it. Um, also, a bit more concerning, um, I think those gargoyles aren't actually gargoyles. I think they move, and I think they followed us. As soon as you say the words followed us, you hear the sound of stone like shifting, and you all of you turn behind you to the gargoyles, and you see them in turn, slowly with the sound of stone shift, tilt their heads, almost in a taunting oh. sort of manner. Oh! Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I, I definitely believe you, Andre! And one of them, like, tries to keep up, tries to keep it up. The other immediately, like, gets on all fours and just jumps. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, uh, I, I... I... I I take out my staff. Okay. Give me a moment. Okay, one, two, three, four. Andre. I need you to make me a grapple check. Oh, great. How do those work again? It's your strength. Okay. Oh, geez. All right. You got this. And just so you know, I did roll. I did. I did roll a d6 to see who it jumped for. Oh come on, dice! Don't fail me now. Okay, okay, that's a, it's a sixteen. Okay, yeah, you, 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 you beat it. So this gargoyle jumps on you, Andre, and you are able to keep it away from you. But you notice it's not trying to like envelop you it's trying to push you into the light oh, mm. oh okay so the, the 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 light doesn't awaken them the light does something else the light is going to turn on the statue oh i see so wait like, there's, but the gar- there's there's the two gargoyles and there's attacking. like a, a, a big bulky suit of armor and they're trying to put, mm. and the suit of mm. armor's base has the light coming from it. And they're trying to push you into the mm. base, like the light brought by the base oh, of the Oh, I armor. see. I see. Okay. I was getting confused between the gargoyles and the suits of armor. Okay. I got it. Got it. So you guys all see this happen. What do you do? What is your immediate, like, hair trigger response to this thing jumping at Andre and Andre grunting and pushing it back with her force? Yeah. I said I take out my staff. Um, out. Yeah. Should we roll initiative for this, or should, can we just, like, do a thing? Uh, I'm gonna say that it has its back to you, it's focused solely on Andre, so you guys get a chance to wail on it before it gets to retaliate. 
So do whatever you got to do first. Like, what's your, like, I'm asking for hair trigger responses. Is like, do you, like, on impulse just swing? Do you on impulse cast? Like, what is your hair trigger moment, quick second thought? Eldritch Blaze. Hell yes, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. And also, for those, for those a little uh, interested in a physical description of a suit of armor, uh, it is like a pale green greenish gray with like red metal connecting the armor pieces mm. and the the headpiece has like a, a tri a t-shaped gap in it with a, the an armor point at the top mm. oh cool. <clears throat> very cool you know a shield guardian <laughs> <laughs> ah i see and that green light is its activation, and those gargoyles are pushing you into it. So what are you doing about that? <clears throat> oh Andre, God, you the... do... Andre, you do have a response to this, though. You do have a reaction. Oh, sweet. The... Is this shield guardian in uh, makeup for us? <laughs> we were supposed to fight one in the face cards episode, but then this is my we vengeance. killed all those people and we did it. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, this gargoyle is trying to push Andre. Uh, so everyone reactions. Go. Okay. So uh, Finley cast Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Okay. So roll to hit. That's pretty okay. Hold on one momento. Um, that would don't be. Wor- don't worry about it. So are these gargoyles. <laughs> pretty okay. Pretty much <laughs> describes them because they are broken. Uh, sixteen to hit. That lands. All nice. right, all righty, um, I'm gonna say Kalem. Actually, no. I'm gonna say that in reaction to this, jitter backs you up with a uh, um, with a witch bolt. So there's like oh, witch bolt is so sexy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's a good spell. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't apologize. I'm not Great. here to eat your yum, my dude. <laughs> I'm Just gonna baby. go into royal decrees. Uh, do I do I Just roll gonna damage? Write that down. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> do <laughs> your do your damage. All right. Uh, that is uh, nice. Seven points of seven damage. Seven total. Yes. So with so jitters eleven from the witch bolt. Uh, the sexy, two, sexy witch bolt. <laughs> you two in you two in tandem. This lightning bolt and these two black bolts that end in this like plumage of like raven feathers almost made up of smoke just blast at the back of this gargoyle and le- like there's clear and obvious breaking in the like the back the stone has fallen away and you can see like the metal poles to keep it up intact and behind it you've basically cracked open its back and its wings are in shambles it like seems to try to it's almost going limp andre but you still have your reaction too Alright, um, I mean, uh, Andre's first reaction would probably be to swing at it with, like, you know, a sword or something. I don't know how, it is would do against stone. (laughs) Right. I will say this, you are gripping it with both your hands, and there's another gargoyle, like, perch, and this one is almost limp in your hands now, and you feel like you could... You could throw 
you can throw a motherfucker into another motherfucker. Oh my god. <gasps> I'm gonna actually try that. All roll right. to yeet. Roll Just to yeet. Give me a flat <laughs> d20 roll. Uh, you can add I'll just say add your proficiency to it. I can't think. Oh my god. You're not gonna believe me. Is it a nat 20? Is it a nat 20? Is it? Oh Oh my god, yes. I raise my hands. I raise my hands to the sky in defeat. You throw this thing off of you on. And this limp gargoyle cracks into the other gargoyle. And at impact, these two just shatter into this loud and raiding this rainstorm shower of stone bits and metal pieces just land on this first floor and as they just crack and land and uh, a finger there, a horn there an ear there of these stone creatures, the light the green light just goes out and the door opens and you can move into the next room oh my god I was going to say, I think on, on, okay, on impulse, Rowan would have cast Moonbeam. Oh my god. that's just her immediate, like, that's just her immediate, this is my most powerful spell, I'm scared, just gonna fire that off. So that probably just hits somewhere in the room, (laughs) like, didn't even hit their guard, just kind of went off. So (laughs) Rowan sees Andre do this, and is just kind of standing there, like, really timidly. (laughs) Just like, oh. She's kind of looking at Andre like, wow. You're strong. I wish I was strong. <laughs> the thing is, she's not that strong. Like, her strength score is only 10. I choose to believe that was pure adrenaline. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Either way, Rowan's still kind of embarrassed about firing off at nothing, and then also just staring at Andre like, wow. So as you guys start to walk into this next room, uh, I will make a, a note of the fact that Jitter goes to Galdrea and just goes, you weren't hurt, right? I'm fine, were you? I- I'm okay. I just, I'm glad you're okay. Oh. <laughs> and he, he like, walks at your side, uh, Galdrea. Okay. Um, into this next room, uh, it is a circular room, a rotunda if you will, I guess is the best way to put it. There's it's just a very circular space. And okay. you don't see a door and you don't see windows. It is all red, like varnished tapestries along. And there are these four paintings. Uh um portrait is the one that's like landscape is long ways. Portrait is up and down. I'm not stupid. Yeah, no, that's yeah. it. These, mm-hmm. There are four portraits, um, and each mm-hmm. of them has different figures. There's a Firbolg man who seems in regal armor and, you know, holding a sword. There's a mage uh-huh. who is a uh, this, like, older but still spry in his old age uh, um, dwarven wizard. And mm-hmm. There's a rich, there's a gaudy-looking noble human with a hooked nose and, you know, a very stately demeanor. Mm-hmm. And there's a man, a big, like, kind of portly uh, halfling, who has like mm. a big plate of food in his hands. And <laughs> as you guys see these, and he also like has a big bushy mustache. 
<laughs> Rowan's <laughs> just like, I like that guy's style. <laughs> and, uh, you know, again, no windows, no doors, just this room and these four paintings. And Calum can only... Oh my out. god, wait, B. Yeah? I feel like I know what this is. How much I, Disney do you know, I feel like I... <laughs> Oh, yes, I knew it! I knew, I knew it! Okay. Okay. Because it's at this, this exact is, this... moment that these portraits yep. are growing, mm -hmm. yep. and as they grow, the images change from these like proud, regal-looking men, and beneath them are obvious death traps. The portly uh, half, the portly, <gasps> half, the portly halfling the has a <laughs> the portly halfling has like a crocodile below it, like above un underneath him as he's walking now on a tightrope. Uh, the 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 furbolg man with the armor has looks as this painting stretches downwards and upwards. Can we not blatantly rip off um the Let haunted mansion and tapestry. say that instead of, instead of a crocodile, it's a dragon? Whatever, it's a dude. More Let him do his tapestry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, um, it's cool. No, it's cool. I love it. The furbolg has, as it stretches, you see that he is standing atop a fortress. And the fortress is surrounded by trebuchets and armies of many different races. And hey, you know that this I man. Can I interrupt for like 30 seconds? Yeah, sure. Is the furball Glothor? <laughs> Make a history check. <laughs> okay. Are we going to figure out how Lothor died? <laughs> well, okay. That is a. Oh, I will just say, like, for ease of access. These four paintings have stretched. This room has stretched, and you see these full portraits. Thirteen? Thirteen. You think it is a depiction of Lothor and his life, but you do not think this is an accurate image. Oh, like, okay. Like, like the, the scene around him is probably not a thing. Oh. But it is, like, it is, like, it is his portrait, but, like, the extended death part is very much seems a fabricate, you know? Gotcha. I have a question. I um, have an answer. Uh, uh in the in the one on one Finley yes. like looked at the at like the portrait gallery. Are any of these from that no. gallery? No, okay. these are different. Um I know why you were asking, but no sadly. Um but I will say though is Galdrea, since you're probably like not very interested in these images, like the Black Council is because these are people they might know, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. But Galdrea <laughs> is like business at this point, even though Hell Jitter yes. is probably shaking at the stretching room. Yeah. <laughs> Galdrea, you're the first to notice a door appearing. And as soon as it appears, the door itself starts to stretch. And you realize oh. the door handle itself okay. is starting to shrink. Shit. I want to, like, run towards it and immediately try and open it. You do that? Like, okay. Uh, you run for it, and the rest of the Night Council, uh, do you notice Galdrea just make a fucking bookend for it? Uh, probably. Um, it's probably not that I'll hard just, to miss. I'll just, I'll just roll perception really fast. Uh, um, I think Calum and Finley notice. Okay, Andre, yeah, that's a is, 17, I do. Yeah, you all see Galdrea just make a fucking book, like, bolting and grabbing this door handle as it starts to shrink and managing with just, like, all of their might to swing it open. And the doorway itself has now gone from 
uh, it was stretching and is now immediately like as soon as you open the door it starts shrinking at a very increased speed it's almost like it was stretching and now it's closing in on you oh shoot 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 i'm like okay. go, 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 come I on actually, come on i'm the, actually you know what i'm the sp- i'm the smallest person in here i'm going to let everyone go before me you're going to go what Say that again, Shay. Okay. I said I'm the smallest person here as a halfling. Right. Oh, wait. Are you going to let everyone else go ahead of you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So, yeah, yeah this door is rapidly shrinking. Uh, I think Caleb just goes... Tallest to smallest, tallest to smallest, go, go, go! <laughs> Andre mm-hmm. knows she's one of the taller ones, so she just runs. We, we dive in. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Galdrea, Finn, and uh, Andre just bulk-ended through jitter. Tall gals, tall gals. Tall gal team. <laughs> yeah. Team tall gals. Uh, jitter flies through as soon as he gets a chance mm-hmm. and like lands on the other side. Uh, Calum misty steps because he doesn't need to run. <laughs> Good for him. And then uh, Rowan's just gonna like, yeah. Do you just so you just it? it like the last minute? Yeah, yeah. At like the last minute, Rowan just okay. squeezes herself. There probably there wasn't any checks to be made in that puzzle. That was more sort of flavor thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, your next room. Uh, you stand here, and Andre. Cool. <laughs> yeah, Andre, you're immediately tense every like everything immediately goes on pins and for you andre because you turn around just in your casual purveying because you did say that you're on guard you know mm-hmm. there they are four ghostly half dragons oh and you look at all of them and they you look at them and they look at you and you look at them moment there's nothing (laughs) and it seems like they notice you and then turn their heads almost in shame Hmm. what do you do that's interesting there and you like i said anyone can make any checks at any time you tell me i'm gonna hold on and i think even though andre was the first to notice this all of you do see it so if anyone wants to make any sort of checks go for it and i will say these guys are bathed in a white light. There's like a white spotlight on them, but there is no skylight. There's no light bulb. There's no. There's no reason there's a white light in there. There it is. Weird. Okay. Um, I'm gonna roll a perception check. Okay. So, Andre, what are you rolling? Um, I was also gonna do perception. Okay, let's uh-huh. let's do it this way. Rowan, do perception because you're looking for stuff. Andre, you're focused in, so go investigate. Mm, gotcha. Okay. Anything so, from Finley or Galdrea? Uh, yeah. Do can I tell if these are like corporeal things or if it's some sort of like um, not necessarily projection but illusion? Okay. Um, let me think about this. I'm gonna say go intelligence with advantage. Because this okay. is your area of it. And Finn? Uh, Finn's gonna try to use her <laughs> ethereal vision. Nice. Yes. I love that. Okay, you do Ooh, that. Okay. You, you do that, Finn. Uh, the rest of you see Finn's hair 
like the black parts of Finn's hair go white and her eyes go white. And uh, Ambrose like magically pops out at this moment. And instead of like his usual song and dance, when you do the ethereal vision, he like floats up towards your eyes, Finn, and changes him, like cartoonifies himself into a pair of binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. God, what an asshole. So much. Ruined my cool aesthetic, but I love him. I love that so much. Um, so, Galdrea, you're Nat 20. Um, you instantly get everything that's going on in here. But uh, I'm just going to DM it to you because other people have checks. Okay. <laughs> Andre Galdrea getting all the sneaky info. <laughs> Heck yeah. She's here for business and business only. <laughs> Galdrea is such a badass name, by the way. Just wanted Thank to you. say. It completely evolved. It was. It looked so good on paper. It was like Galdrea at first, but then it turned into Galdrea slowly, and I am so happy with it. Okay. Mm. Rika's Rika's name was like that originally. It was it was Rika, but I always said it as Rika because I thought it sounded cool. We just changed it. We just changed it to that. Okay. Anyways. So, uh, um, Galdrea knows what I sent you, uh, yeah. Heather. Um, Finn, what, what'd you get? Oh, wait, your ethereal vision. Right, you're not yeah. even. Yeah. Um, you just, they're the same. It's like the, almost the exact same image. It's almost like you don't even need them. The spirits are there in one. The mm-hmm. spirits are there in the other. I will say you see more of them, the ethereal vision. More of them? Like, in the same position. Like, you saw four of them projecting, and there's, like, four more that aren't, like, showing themselves, but they're in the same position. They're still hang- heads hung low, still in the white light. Like, there's no ambush coming. Everything looks exactly the same. Hmm. Andre, what did you get? Uh, 17. Okay. Yeah, they look... They're not moving any sort of hostile sense. They're slow and methodical and you in this moment hear them and i think hearing them startles you but it also kind of doesn't it almost makes sense in a weird way andre what languages do you know let's see andre knows pulling out the pulling out the obscure stuff tonight oh yeah um common Elvish, Gnomish for some reason, and Thieves can't. <laughs> Alright, Andre, it's indecipherable to you. Uh, oh, but dang. you can hear it. But you can hear them saying something, and you can learn that. Rowan, the white light should not be here. There's nothing it's coming from, there's nothing it's going towards. It is just there, keeping them. And keeping them is very much the thing you've noticed, is that these dragon creep, these spirits reach out, but cannot reach past them. Oh. Alien is in fear holding his staff out but, and is shaking and every hair on his body is standing on end and Jitter is kind of nestled close by Galdrea um, <laughs> Finn was getting in front of Caleb like not in front but like kind of plastering yeah. herself to him yeah I, I think yeah. that Rowan's actually going to go by Caleb as well, but, but less um, 
in a protective way like Finley is, I think Rowan's actually going to kind of like like put a hand on Caleb's arm and sort of like lean into him because she she notices that he looks scared and she'd ask him like, Do you know anything about this going on? No, and that's what scares me most. Can I can I do another thing? Sure, what's up? Um, I don't know what I would roll for it, but even though I don't like know what they're saying, can I roll something to see if I at least recognize the language? Smart play. Uh, yeah. Uh, general intelligence. General Best intelligence. Problem. Gotcha. Uh, Galdrea, what are you doing in this? Um, first thing I want to do is take a quick glance around and see if I see anything in this room at all. Like, anything else. I mean, that stuff that makes a room a room, no. There's, there's like, kind of tacky wallpaper. There's some bookshelves. There's, there's, bookshelves. there's, there's bookshelves. There's flooring. It's a hallway. It's, okay. Like, okay. except for these dragons, it looks like there was... Actually, okay. there is one thing. Okay. You see, like, some of the shelves have been, like, are on the floor, and some of the books are stacked in such a way that it almost looks like, at some point, someone tried to set up a makeshift camp here. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. And, like, and you see claw marks in the, in the wood and in the wall. Floor, oh. And they are very clearly draconic claw marks. Okay. Um, two more quick questions. One... You got a 20, so I'm just giving you this shit. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, uh, do I get the sense that anything bad would happen if I were to vocalize what I know about these things? No. You get the sense that in the light, they are harmless. Okay. Um, I kind of turn to the rest of the party, and I say, there's no reason to be afraid of these things. There's something tethering them here, but they're harmless. And I turn back around and I step toward the things and I just straight up try to speak to them. Um, I just ask, why are you here? Why, why are you, what's tethering you here? What's holding you to this place? What languages do you know, Galdrea? I know Elvish common thief can't under common in deep speech. <laughs> what was the last one? Deep, deep speech. I, you say this and they grunt a reply and you can't make it out. Andre, what was your, uh, what was your what was your role? It was hold on. Let me look again. I forgot. Oh yeah, dirty twenty. <laughs> They're half dragons. You I, I feel like it I the the answer's in the name of what language they're speaking. Yeah. They are they are one hundred percent speaking draconic. So does anyone know draconic? Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. No, but, but, but. Okay. Or, or does o- anyone have only... comprehend languages, maybe? The, the, only, the only thing I can think of is that I do have speak with animals. And a dragon is an animal. Would that work? I'm gonna say Caleb casts comprehend languages. <laughs> okay. Bring in the NPC help we need. Yeah. Caleb yeah, <laughs> just goes like, oh, okay. Sorry, the only person who knows Gritcher Kong. Yeah, okay. Uh, None of us have that. 
language, so, apparently. I, I think oh, shit. Sorry, does. Sorry, no. Draconic. She's not here. Darn. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry, would have known. That's Fuck. okay. That's get, fine. Get here soon, Livy. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's fine. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Calum casts Comprehend Languages, and you now hear it in common, or at least in a, in a way you understand as common. They're just repeating the word release. Mm. And it's oh, not spooky. like it's not directed at you. It's at this moment with the word release that the picture starts to come into something that makes sense. Their hands are hung low, but their eyes are looking at the light. They're looking up to the light. And they're not talking to you. They're begging the light for them. It's dark in the house, and I'm scared. That's creepy. I don't, I don't want to be in here anymore. We, what do we do? Can we just move past them? Um, I would feel like out, we right? should help there... them. Would yeah, we... I mean, is is there some way to help them? Would Finley Calum, know anything about Calum it? Cast, Calum Impulse cast a spell match. He doesn't even think. He casts a spell magic on this thing. And he casts it. And when a dispel magic happens, usually like the magical area is gone, you know? Uh-huh. This time, it almost looks like it rips a tear in this area of magic. Almost as if this cone of light is parted. And the parting includes the spirits. And you almost see like one of the half-dragon spirits be split in half by this parting. There's no viscera. Whoa. It just looks like a, someone. It just looks like someone took scissors to an image, to a 2D picture, and just moved both halves aside. And there's no pain. There's no notice of this. They just continue on asking for release the same way that they were before. It looks like, is but this, you, but the path is cleared for you now. Is this an illusion? Like, are these things real? Calum, uh. Actually, Galdrea, you would know the answer. Sorry, you cut out for a second. I didn't hear you. Oh, yeah. Rowan asked if these are real, and Galdrea, you know the answer. <laughs> it cut out again. I assume they are, yes? Yeah, they're, they're okay. definitely real. Okay, sorry. These uh, are the ghostiest ghost to ghost. <laughs> <laughs> she just nods her head. They're very real. And you can see her, like, saying a prayer over them as she passes to the Raven Queen. Probably mm. isn't listening to her, but it's worth a try. Mm. Um, so, Questiano, um, was it how, like, the others, how many others are still, like, um, still there? The, the same number, like, nothing's changed about the, like, the thing I need to keep stressing to you is that nothing has changed. Like, when Calum split them, nothing changed. Um, uh, Finley says, Ambrose? Yeah? Uh, know anything about this? Uh, I can give you, I can give it to you straight, or I can... Give you sweet little lies. What do you want? Uh, give it to me straight today. All right. So think about it like 
fly paper. Except instead of flies, it's souls. Whatever that light is, it's keeping them here. And I don't mean that in the, like, sprung a trap and it's mechanically doing its job way. I mean, like, I'm picking up malice from a light. I'm picking up determination from a light. And I don't like that. It seems stalwart in keeping those spirits here. And I don't know what to make of that. And Ambrose gives you a little shrug and just goes, so yeah, that's that's giving it to you straight. Uh, and well, he said this verbally, it. so all of you heard that. Mm. I just, I don't, I don't know if any of us have a spell powerful enough to break that. Ambrose just kind of chimes in and goes, even if you did, there's nothing we can do for them now. It's always the worst. We just... He just kind of... Ambrose kind of sighs a little bit and just goes, the only solace I can give is something that emotionally powerful from another plane or from from the next world, if you will. For it to be that emotionally resonant, it has to be here. So, the the most hope I can give you is maybe we'll be able to do something about it further up. Mm. Okay. In that case, let's go on then. On, I guess. They all. You all walk away, and just as the comprehend languages fades, you just hear the whispers of that beg that plead for release as you walk into the next room. This room immediately sets off a chilling feeling. There's nothing right about this room. The dimensions of this room are almost double that of the room prior, but the door outcropping didn't lead to any hint of that. The Arcanum is very, you know, very solidly one size, you know? So for this room to feel... It feels like this room is the main hall of an ornate mansion when it should be the size of a hallway. There's something wrong about how wide this is. It's the TARDIS. <laughs> We've stepped into the TARDIS, guys. Sorry. And I will say, this floor that you're on, there's like a carpet when you step in where you all are. And the rest of the floor is this ornate, clear, like, not clear, but this ornate white marble tile. Hmm. And again, there's just I'm something, it just seems too wide. So what do you do? It is way too wide to be sensible. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely sensing some some kind of illusion. Can I I don't have any kind of like sense magic or anything like that, but could I make a perception check to see if this is some sort of illusion? Sure. While you do that, I noticed that Finn and uh Galdrea seem to react. So what did you guys do? I have ball bearings. I'm going to take one out, and I'm going to throw it. <laughs> okay, so, like, tell me, like, the general direction of just throwing this. Are you, like, out to the right, out to the left, directly in front of you? What's your, what's your game here? You know what? I have a thousand of them. I'm going to throw three, one in each direction, because I want to know the dimensions of this room as best I can, or if it's going to, like, I don't know, 
make us fall through the floor. I don't know. So fair enough. So <laughs> Galdrea, like on the carpeting, gets on one knee and opens her pack, and Jitter just like sees this and just goes like, "Oh, let me help!" and grabs a couple and throws with all of his might, which is <laughs> which is not much, but it's there. Cool. And, uh, I love it. So Jitter actually flies up a little bit and instead of throwing them actually I'm going to say he flies up a little and drops them <laughs> so the one on the right just falls through the floor yep and the one on the left falls through the floor the one directly in front of you however lands with a loud clang and it Smart. rolls and it rolls and it rolls forward and it's solid and then it rolls a little to the right and falls okay oh, no. <laughs> Did everyone else see that? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Can uh, I try to roll one a little bit further and try it, like, straight up bowling? Just try and keep it straight. It. Do it and make a dex skill check. Uh, is anyone right. doing anything bowling else? Bowling with ball bags? Nah, shit. Uh, Not one. I mean, I was, I was rolling a perception check. I got um, 14. I got 16. You, you think there might be some false flooring here, Rowan. <laughs> okay. Got it. Um. Uh, Andre, Finn, any, any inputs? Uh, Finn is going to cast um, gaseous form on herself. Yes, okay. And then okay. like drift over. Do you guys yeah. need a description of gaseous form? I think, <laughs> or is it self- I think it's pretty self-explanatory, my guy. Yep. Uh, but I, I will say Finley just ghosts her way over and your ethereal vision is still on, Finn? Mm-hmm. As it, but it is kind of fading out. But like, you do see, like, it's like, like, you see the real floor. You see what's illusion, what's real for a brief moment. And you kind of, Ambrose just kind of gives a low whistle. Just goes, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and just explains, like, it is a, th- it is- this room makes you think you're walking into a mansion when really you're walking into a tightrope. What the fuck? It's a really mean building. Good to know. That's great. I don't have a gaseous form. I can't float. Also, my dexterity is zero, and my strength is minus one. <laughs> uh, Andre, what do you do? Help. Um, I... I'm, I'm not sure what Andre does. Like, okay. After she sees everything or everyone else like you know figuring out hey this is basically a tightrope she's just like okay um i think she's gonna like volunteer to take point and like lead across oh wow okay yeah that Uh, sound that sounds super dangerous hold on hold on hold on i'm trying to think of like what i could roll to like see her safely across. Oh, I want to do I want to do something to help you. 
Jitter is taking to the air though because he can't see it. So, and he okay. has one, so he just kind of says, "I'm really sorry. I wish I could have. I wish I could give you all wings too, but God, the schematics for that alone for your weight <laughs> and height would just take forever." Oh, okay. Actually, you know what? I'm an idiot. I have wild shape. I could turn myself into a bird and fly across. Um, cool. I'll one, do that. One... But in a but in a second though, I want to do something to help Andre. You do also have Galdrea to worry about, and Andre. Oh, and all that. yes, uh, um, all of them, all of them. I want to do something to help all of them. Um, if you guys want to uh, do something first, you can. But I, I do have an idea of how to help you guys. Okay. I might have a way. Go ahead. Uh, I might have a way to help. Uh, if she does ethereal vision again because she can just do that when she wants to it's up Um, to you there's a lot of fire of times that's right um then uh she can sort of guide um yeah guide everyone over by like saying where the floor is and if they take start to take one wrong step she could be like no okay I'll say that that is a thing, and that'll grant whoever needs to roll anything advantage. Heather, what's up? This might be a stupid idea, and I'm running it by you, because I personally don't know if it would be a stupid idea. If, I'm listening. I'm listening. If we were to, like, tie ourselves... Hello. If we were to, like, tie ourselves together very tightly with a rope, would it make all of us fall off at once, or would it keep one person from falling, if that makes sense? Ah, um, hmm, tying you guys together. Okay, so when I say tightrope, let me be a little bit more clear, because Ambrose is Ambrose. So let me be a bit more (laughs) official dungeon master with you. Um, Think of a single square tile, right? Oh, okay. Like foot foot square tile. Mm -hmm. Now imagine a a row of one of those. Oh, yeah. Just a row of one. So it's not like it's not a minuscule thing. Your feet can land, but oh, okay. probably, it's more it's it's, it's more, more like a balancing beam than a tightrope. Exactly, it's less of like thin paper thin ability to walk, and more so like the a level of inconvenience we're talking is you have to literally put your foot in front of the other. There's no like you can't like left right left right. You have to be like one foot mm. directly in front of the other. But if you do that, like heel to toe. Yeah, but okay. besides that, like that's the level of inconvenience we're talking. All right, lit. Never mind. <laughs> lit. She can okay. not aware of that. Livy. Livy. Hi. Hi. It's been okay, good, but like, holy crap! Night, night went long. Well, I'm stuck. sorry. No, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay. So now the session uh, officially started. Okay. So. So. Um. Thinley has the ethereal vision, right? Right. Because she is an aetheral. So, Finley. Yes. I'm gonna need you to Mm -hmm. help me with this. If if this is a thing that I can do. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. You can tell me where this kind of balancing beam of, of tile is. And I'm going to either cast um, um, druid ca- druidcraft 
or plant growth and extending from this tile kind of make like a like a little knit yeah kind of like a like kinda, yeah either like a net or like extend off of, of from a, like for a like a little ways like that or even just growing from the sides of this balancing beam is just kind of like a no it's like i'm trying to find a the floor purpose. of plants no it's like a it's like a floor of plants that you could walk on basically i'm extending out the the area that you have to walk so okay. it's not so difficult okay and you don't have to walk heel toe okay i i hear you i get what you're going for and i like it question though how like how much foliage does it take to not have someone's foot slip through and they fall like, well it depends on the this... thick it depends on the thickness of the plant I guess so, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna... I mean, if it's, like, if it's, like, branches, like, hard branches, hard, thick branches, it probably right, wouldn't be... Okay, I don't... That's really clever, and I don't want to not let you be creative, because that's really creative and cool, and I should reward that. So here's what I'm gonna say. Druidcraft would not get the job done. It's a cantrip. It would probably grow yeah. a flower and not a tree, you know? Yeah, but plant growth might... I have that spell. Plant growth, I'm going to let you... I'm going to say plant growth will give it some extension, so that way you can walk left, right, but you can't, like, waver, you know? You yeah. Because the wood part is probably much weaker than the tile. Oh, so. yeah. Also, it's not, like, wood boards. Yeah, this, the, this, is yeah. like, this is, like, tangled branches, and, like, you could get your foot caught and trip, and that would be bad. So you still have to be very careful, but it does extend your walking area out a bit okay so, so it's not quite it makes it slightly less difficult okay so telling them where it was was going to give them advantage already okay i've lowered the dc mentally for this now so okay that's what that that's what that has accomplished I, they, they have I, advantage i, on I, the want, from, I want to attempt this okay go for it i, I want to try and cross are you going to try by cartwheeling it's sorry. Yeah, it's also the point of the the branches was also so that now you can see where your walking area is because it would be so, like a my mental image is like this cool like you see these tiles in a straight line and then on either side you see these branches so it makes it easier to see where this is. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. You do that. Knock off the spell slot for it. I'm gonna be adamant about that because you have mm -hmm. radically shifted the course of this puzzle. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Okay, so, so it is easier to cross, and Sari is going to want to go first. Okay. Can I, can I make the argument that this is acrobatics? If Sari's going to try and cartwheel and tumble for it, then I would... Because I she would, is. I would, I would accept that. I'd accept that argument. All right. All right, so that's an 18 plus 12. Uh, 30. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Because sorry. Wow. Did I did I do it? Here's what here's the scene. Andre is like like looking out at the plant growth as Rowan turns into a bird and the others who can move away do. Galdrea stands there with her like standing up from her ball bearings and it's this really badass pose moment and Caleb's like kind of shuddering behind them. And then from the room behind them, sorry, just you know, <laughs> 
in a already in like a cartwheel that is just a blaze of glory just and makes it across the other side and just left and just with like pristine precision hand like she even does like the whole like hand on the floor to stop herself badass thing mm-hmm. and just like looks out sees this whole situation and sorry through the magic of being sorry you already got the 411 on this whole scenario so like you just sort of hey, yeah <laughs> Fantastic! I love that. I missed what happened, so I uh, I just cartwheeled real fast to get here on to where you guys were. She just, she just went through like every other room that we've been through, like just super easy, just super <laughs> like no problem. That's what happens when you roll a thirty. I had a funny thought. What's your funny thought, Rev? Since she's just like cartwheeling through all the previous rooms with like reckless abandon she probably like cartwheeled through the green light in the first one but like was gone before the statue could even move you guys have stopped every puzzle yeah swung a punch but just like there was nothing there so it all, like you almost hear like a mechanical oh <laughs> <laughs> And, like, through the second room, even though the room is, like, rapid, sorry, through her cartwheeling, has somehow managed to just keep going through. And <clears throat> through the third one, the tear Kayla made with the spell magic, she doesn't even, like, she sees the spirits, and because through the magic of being sorry, totally knows what's going on here. But just... <laughs> no time to really give that thought. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah, so... So, uh... Sorry, you badass motherfuckered your way in. Um, Caleb sees this and just goes, I'm simultaneously so full of pride and mortal terror. <laughs> Fantastic entry, Princess Sorry. Why, uh, thank you, uh, Lieutenant Finn. Just, just Finn. Just, just do Finn, it's fine. I, I apparently, I think I have to use manners and stuff now that I'm a Princess, you're fine. Calum, like from the Is other side, gives you, like Calum from the other side of the thing just says like, "You're already, you're already the best princess you can be by being you." Sorry, I love you. You're great. Oh, <laughs> I love you too, Calum. That's I'm, cute. I, this place is terrifying me beyond rational thought. So, like, I really appreciate you making time for this. Oh yeah, Aww. of course. Uh, it's not like I was doing like, anything like, else. Yeah. Cooper, Cooper tried to eat my couch. Oh, I get it. <laughs> We're having this conversation while, like, in a life or death situation. Like, like, I feel like Caleb's just like, I'm terrified, so I'm just keeping things pausy, you know. Anyway, everything is chill. Yes. So anyway, um. Caleb, Galdrea, and Andre are on the other side still. <laughs> so, Andre, are you going to take second point after Sari's entrance? Yeah, I'm going to say that with the, the 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 plants lining the path so she knows where she can say, uh, step, she just, like, goes. <laughs> okay, uh, roll decks. Okay.
And that is a 17. Andre? Andre, in an AU done entirely through the 20SA Discord server, you could have been an acrobat. (laughs) I don't remember if that was what Andre did in that AU, actually. Uh, she was a trapeze uh, person. Fair enough. So I'm I'm not completely off base. But yeah, you're just, you nail it. You nail it. It's artful. It's graceful. It's it's awesome. Uh, so nice. much so that Ambrose pulls up a comic, like, uh, cartoonish 10. <laughs> nice. 10. She gets to the other side and bows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Calum, uh in seeing this okay yeah here's what he'll do he's gonna misty step halfway and then as he notices he's only halfway there just goes like oh shit oh shit oh shit cast it again Oh, or more so there's like two puffs of smoke and he appears on the other side and is like ah nice and then Jitter just so there's this moment where only Galdrea's on the other side and you just hear Jitter go Caldrea, do you need me to lift you? Oh, how strong is he? That's Not so cute. All. I know oh. he can't, like, as a player. I want so badly to say yes, but she just walks across. Yeah. Uh, just, like, normally. I think, uh, so roll that. Would it be with advantage with the ethereal it vision? Be. It would be. It would be. <clears throat> Which I would have right. noticed if Andre hadn't just fucked, if Andre and Livy. If Andre and Sari haven't just nailed their roles. <laughs> 15. With advantage, 15? With advantage, 15. I rolled pretty low. Okay. Okay, so here's what happened. Oh, my <laughs> you do manage to make it, like, almost 99% of the way there. But at the very last second, like, the some of the vines snap. And impulse kicks. And Jitter just fucking flies out over there and casts Gust of Wind to keep your leg up. Oh. And you, you do make it to the <laughs> other side, but with a, but with a little difficulty, and the snagging of your foot there gives you like one point of damage. All right. Mm. I actually rolled on a d4. So you took okay. a little bit of damage as like this thing scrapes you up, but Jitter's there to, with the quick save. Okay. Oh. She's definitely like thanking Jitter quietly. He, he's still flying, but he's kind of, he's, he seems a little proud of himself. Uh, you walk up to this next part of the room, and as you walk in, there's a set of stairs. You you get the sense like you're in a stairwell now. So this building there just goes stairs. on and on. On how big is this building? Um, it's really it's big. In... I I cartwheel through it a lot. I mean, I think it must not be that big <laughs> because because I cartwheeled really fast. So I must it must not be that big, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I am yeah. tiny. Everything everything seems kind of big to me, That's I guess. Fair. Uh, so, Caleb just goes like, thank you guys to Jitter and Galdrea, and just goes like, somehow, in this little bit of time, you've managed to help us out quite a bit. Without those ball bearings, we would probably fall into our deaths. True. Guys have proven yourselves to be pretty, pretty nice, at least so far. <laughs> Jitter kind of smiles and just goes, we're friends now. (laughs) (laughs) We're friends with Jitter whether you like it or not. (laughs) Oh, all right then. 
and then best I, friends. My new best friends. <laughs> he's adorable and I love him. Okay, on to the next room. Uh, What's up? Stairwell? He says stairwell? Yep. And as soon as all of you guys like take some steps up and the staircase is a staircase and everything is normal and fine. And there's a moment, <laughs> there's a moment as you're climbing up this staircase where all of you in your head simultaneously have that thought of, hey, there hasn't been any life-threatening situations yet. And at that <sighs> exact moment, the universe decides to answer your plea. Um, as the stairs... Fantastic! You hear the sounds of bolts unhinging as these stairs <laughs> almost like pull themselves out. I knew uh, that would happen. Out of the stairwell and start like, and let me just put it this way: these stairs weren't spiral stairs twenty seconds ago, but now they're t- craning to the right. And oh. if you were to, and if you were to walk up these stairs as if they were stairs, you'd walk into wall. So oh. and these are banistered stairs too. So you're gonna have to jump it as these oh. stairs like start. Oh. All right, boys, we're going to grab the small ones and we're going to jump. And I do want to oh, say I mean, that it is, it is, so does that just mean the horrible, Rowan? It's a horrible sounding experience. It's yeah. just the sounds of metal being pried off. You just hear like the creaks of old wood and the snapping as things move in a way oh, they're not supposed to. So unsettling. And it almost sounds like in the creaking and the groaning, you almost hear the faint echoes of a laugh. Oh, that's not oh. creepy at all. Okay. See, okay, here's the thing. I could use Wild Shape again. I can use it. I think I can use it. I can use three cantrips. That's how many spell slots I have yeah. for cantrip. Um, so I could just uh, use it again and, and make this very easy for myself. But then again, like, that's no. I don't want to just make this super easy for myself. So. I can. I'll. I'll say that. I. I'll just let somebody else carry me if they want mm-hmm. to. Okay. So what's what's the I just wanna, like pick me up and. Okay. Here's how I'm gonna do this because we last time showed if I just let everyone just talk we'll be there for a while so. <clears throat> in, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in chat order, and you guys tell me your plan. Sorry, this thing is moving. What's your What's your plan? You You know you gotta jump it. I say we pull the old jump out the window. There's no window. Um, but like hmm. treating the alcove, treating the alcove as a window, sort of. Yeah, like, just jump. But there was the and staircase did lead hey. somewhere. It's just like it's moving away from where it once led. You know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just jump somewhere where it would be safe for us <sighs> to land, and do it quick. Um, if any you just do it. I mean, you, I mean, you I guess really I could to, just jump. You don't really have the strength to carry one of the others. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I'll say that you, I say sorry, would probably just j- dive for it, you know? Yeah, uh, okay. You want me to roll? Yeah, I think that. athletic acrobatics again, because this is like a literally a leap, you know? Okay, I'll do that. I, I almost want to give you some sort of bonus for your amazing 30, but like, I don't know. All right, 10 plus 12, 22. Don't even fucking worry about it. Sorry, just <laughs> does a leap 
and a spin and this like feet on the the next part of the steps and sorry kind of wait like, wait wait do you get a 12 to oh yeah that's what level what? nine and being proficient in acrobatics gets me <laughs> wow Ow. monks okay. are sick <laughs> anyway i'm super <laughs> flip girl super flippy uh, jitter, wow. jitter can fly, so I don't need to worry about Jitter. Uh, Dalvrea, what are you up to, though? Jitter can yes. fly. She literally, she looks to Jitter first, and then she just goes for it. Okay. You said uh, acrobatics? Yeah, yeah. Alright, that is a 12. I keep rolling bad. <laughs> oh no, okay. Um. Don't worry, one... I have rope. Holy fuckles, Jitter got a 17. So, oh, fuck fuckles. Yeah. <laughs> that was... at, at halfway there, Galdrea, you start to notice your descent is happening earlier than it should. And Jitter sees this too and puts down his goggles of night, swoops down from his aerial position. And even though he's not the strongest boy, his 17 in strength check manages to let him like heave you up and land you where you need to be hell yeah <laughs> but like you can see in him doing that like his wings are flapping at a speed that wings oh. do not normally flap like he Maybe. is exerting himself <laughs> no the stoke exterior break <laughs> girls or boys or non-binary folks take notes get you a bo- get you a boy like this <laughs> <laughs> So Jitter does that, uh, Galdrea. You feel for in the relief that you have lived. And Jitter's just sort of floating right there and like lands next to you and just goes like... (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) And leans up on the wall and she's like, oh boy. I'm going to regret that tomorrow morning. Galdrea immediately just walks over and hugs him. He does not know how to respond to that because he's exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Finley, are you just gonna gaseous form your ass over there? No, she's gonna in panic, even though Caleb damn well can get can probably get down by his own. She's going to grab him, <laughs> bridle and lift him up bridal style, and then jump down. Finley, okay. So this Wait, I'm gonna. I'll catch you. Oh my god. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Does Sari whip out her rope like a motherfucking cowgirl? Yeah. Oh my god. This is what happens when you have gnome brothers. Yeehaw. So Yeehaw, sorry. Motherfucker. With Sari doing that, Finn, I'm going to say you have advantage on this. Because you had your Sari lassoing you. All right. Big money. Your... Big money. <laughs> okay. Uh, we roll again. Okay. I love um, Sari so much. So what what she kind of check me. is this going to be? Acrobatics, but I could also see the argument for athletics. So whatever whatever makes you feel more comfortable. Whatever helps you sleep at night. I mean, athletics makes me more comfortable, but uh, with advantage, it's a, a 18. So Wait, 18 plus oh, you're good. Uh, 4, you're good. so. Yeah. You manage to swing up, and Sari catches you, like, and with those two combined forces together, Kalem lands with Finn, with relative ease. <sighs> By the way, I'm glad that I got that advantage, because the first roll five. Oh. Oh, God! Uh, Andre and Rowan, 
you guys are still on this moving staircase. What do you do? Um. Okay. See, I thought that Finley was gonna grab me too. So in that case, uh, it's it's not super fun. But I'll just say that I turn into a bird again and fly myself yeah. across. Fair enough. Uh, Andre. I mean that. Imagining Finley grabbing Caleb and jumping, and then sorry, lassoing them satisfies my my humor craving. So, Fair enough. So yeah, yeah I can I can be boring. Uh, Andre, you're the last one there, and the the thing is creaking and groaning, and the banister starts cr- like curling in on itself, and it's you notice the staircase has stopped being just a straight shot to a new direction, and it's almost like tilting. Almost as if to knock to send anyone who's walking on it normal sprawling off. So you know you do not have much time. And before the staircase basically starts spiraling. Yeah, she's just gonna I mean like after everyone else goes, she's just gonna go. <laughs> Alright, Dex, uh athletics, acrobatics, whatever so um I think I think Lasso Sorry is still on the job, so <laughs> Yeah, yippee kaye. <laughs> I love sorry so much. Okay, so that is a nineteen plus seven. <laughs> oh wow. Andre okay. the Trapeze artist is now canon. Andre Amazing. you grab like you grab the curling bits as it starts to like spin in on itself and you use that to swing yourself. Oh you my use, god. You use the trap to swing yourself onto this thing and you land in a bit of a tumble and your hands go up almost on impulse and you look back to the staircase and it has started like ringing itself out. Mm. The way like someone would wring out a towel by like spinning it together. It's this staircase is ringing itself out. And with all the clamor ugly sounds you'd imagine that you walk into this next room and it's a very normal room except it doesn't have a door however there is on the back wall a mirror that takes up the whole length of the wall Mm. I already Mm. don't like it (laughs) yeah same getting some Uh, bad vibes already yeah no gotta ask for a vibe check on that one (laughs) (laughs) ethereal vision vibe check Okay, so here's, here's, oh my God. here's a more detailed description. This is a room. Can someone with- make that like a real check in D and D? Arcana check, vibe check. <laughs> with, with vibe check, I feel like is a mix of insight and perce- and perception. Oh, oh my God, this is a thing we're talking about for real. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, I should stop. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, sorry, just roll with your intelligence modifier as I give a general description of the room. This looks like a study. There's a suit of armor with no green light. It just looks like a regular old suit of... It even kind of like looks slumped. The regular old suit of armor. Worn by the cobwebs all over the place. Everything's gross and old. Wooden bookshelves, wooden, she- like wooden tables, wooden- lots of wood. books thrown about. Seemingly hapless. Yeah, it just, it just looks like an old study. What did you roll? Sorry. I got a 16. In the mirror, sorry, you immediately notice something. 
One. One. In the mirror, there is a door. Oh, neat. You could see, and you could see, like, in this room where the door would be. But it is walled off here. You also notice a few other things. There's a few books that are on the floor, where in the mirror they're on the shelves. There's a few, uh, the, the statue itself is a little, like, in the, in the mirror, the statue is on the right, is, like, directly next to one of the shelves, like, touching the side of the shelf. In this, it's a little to the right of the shelf. You're noticing there's, like, a few inconsistencies, but the door in there is, in the mirror, the door is swung open with light coming through it. Tiny light. What do you do? Uh, guys, there is a door here. It's, uh, it's a door in the mirror, and the stuff in the mirror is not the stuff that's in the room. Should we go in the mirror? Door. I think, Sorry. excuse me, what? <laughs> Should we try no. and change the room's appearance so it matches how it looks in the mirror? Pick the books up off the back on the oh, that's smart that's smart we gotta start that is very room. smart this uh, guest is so smart this show. okay so all of you guys do this i like this idea that uh sorry says like that is very smart turns around and immediately just suplexes this armor set into place <laughs> <laughs> sorry is liter- a literal cryptid <laughs> yeah i love i love that's an amazing visual, yes. Good. Also, also hilariously, the mirror version is much neater, and there is a duster in the... In the <laughs> oh, now they're just being... Now they're just making us clean. But now they're making <laughs> digs. No. I have the perfect solution for this. Okay. I cast Unseen Servant. <gasps> what? <laughs> oh my god, this is perfect. Sorry. Sorry, but also me. So basically, what it creates an invisible, mindless, shapeless medium force that performs simple tasks at your command until the spell ends. Uh, so God, it can interact with objects like fetching things, cleaning, mending, folding clothes, lighting fires. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. such a good spell! Oh, oh my god! Next next arc, I'm playing a bard. <laughs> so, uh, next campaign. Not arc. I arc? Cast this next spell campaign. Next campaign. Um, I cast. I have cast the spell, and uh, we'll call this Unseen Servant um, Jeffrey. Good. <laughs> so Jeffrey immediately gets to work. You see the dustpan, like the duster, pick itself up and start dusting stuff off. You see some of the books, and you realize you have a rare moment to breathe in a haunted house. <laughs> so, you guys have a second. Um, this is my little opportunity for you guys to get some RP. What do you talk about? Free's just like handling these things. Besides, sorry, who suplexed a fucking armor set? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Sorry, power. I fucking love sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, what are you guys talking about? You do get the sense you're like fairly close to the top. Like, really close to the top, actually. I shouldn't lie to you. Like, super close. <laughs> like, like, a couple rooms and you're done. <laughs> I see. Um, okay, so, so I think 
I This is the time to vibe check your party, my guys. <laughs> yeah. Vibe check um, metallic bed. Yeah. I think I would I would probably um See, I mean, the only person that I feel like would really know like anything about this building would be Caleb. And so I okay. think that Rowan would probably ask him like you know, I've I since I knew that we were coming here, I I read up on it a little bit, but like do you do you know why it's like this? Is there some kind of like curse? Is there some spirit haunting this? What is <laughs> Andre it's so strange? Story. What is happening? Andre knows the story too. The story goes that it's the half dragons that haunt this place, right? Andre, yeah. back me up here. Yeah. 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 That's the legend so, you've known. So wait, hang on. Let me just make myself clear. There are the spirits of not, not real dragons, but half dragons haunting this place? That's what we thought, but we saw them a few rooms ago begging for mercy for a, from a white light. So they're clearly not in charge here. So it's the light. Or whatever the light's coming from, I guess. I don't, I don't know. And you just see him sort of slump in this chair. So it's like, oh, if only, oh, if only Donna and the others were here. Sorry looks thoughtful for a minute. And then she turns to Caleb and she goes, what if the light is Anna? Ambrose pops out and just goes, gives, um, gives sorry the half-half sort of hand gesture, you know. Uh, I'm going to cut for a moment from this scene. Finley. <laughs> sorry. Finley, you're a... Uh, you're kind of taking this moment to relax and breathe, and standing next to you are Galdrea and Jitter. And here, Jitter just go to Galdrea. So we can actually do this. Oh my gosh, I, you aren't gonna leave me here, right? No, 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 no of course not. Uh, I, I don't. I don't really know what I'll do once we get there. I don't know if I'm back there, but there's one way to find out, <laughs> and I'm yeah. not going to leave you. That's for sure. Thanks. <laughs> I, that means a lot. I wouldn't leave you. You know that. I know. I just. It, he just says it's hard to remember sometimes. Oh, oh my God, baby! What the fuck? That hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Finn, uh, Finn, the, the sad baby. Uh, Finn, you're standing next oh, to me. I feel like, how does... Okay, wait, but how does... Can Calum hear him say this? Calum, Calum hears it, but he's he's in his own thoughts right now. Okay, I just... I don't the know. Soft boy, the soft boys are having their, their, their sad boy moments, okay? <laughs> anyway, oh, Finn, uh-huh. Finn, you're next to Galdrea and Jenner. And you hear them talking about like where they're gonna go and stuff like that. Do you have any like do you and you notice you know she's a shot Kai. You know she is like a she's got an in with the Raven Queen that like you so is there anything you wanna talk to her? Uh yeah, um 
Finley kind of awkwardly because like she's been standing there the whole time. She, yeah. <laughs> like, and I, kinda... I like to imagine that Galdrea is being like comforting toward Jitter right now. And oh, just, like... absolutely. Yeah. Like practicing that whole expressing her emotions thing and being like, of course, I'd never leave you behind. I'm sorry if I'm short sometimes, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Keldry is just a better version of Finley. No! <laughs> that is not... I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. versions of yourselves. I am joking. Um, but she's like, it's like, um, it's like maybe if I stand still enough, they won't notice that I'm here. But then she kind of gives up after a little bit and sort of awkwardly shuffles in the conversation because she doesn't know how to enter a pro- conversation properly without yeah. like yelling. So Which she kind of just shuffles in um and uh she goes um do you think that there's actually more than one tome for what we're trying to accomplish what exactly do you mean well you said you're looking for a tome. We're looking for a tome. I feel like in a place like this, there sh- wouldn't be two tomes. Jitter kind of chimes in with, oh, well, what we're looking for is plane shifting, and you're looking for resurrection. We are trying to get Galdrea home. Would, would you go with her? She likes I'd, fo- I'd follow her anywhere, without question. Oh, baby. Uh, do you want to go, though? Absolutely. Seeing another plane would be really interesting. So much to learn. You might not like this one so much. What do you mean? It's gonna be it's gonna be a different world and gonna be us so why does it matter you're right but if anything there hurts you i will tear the plane apart myself it's not a pleasant place to be for most people to it but but it's your home and i'm your friend so home isn't necessarily Mm -hmm. friend I was about to nice. say like a nice remark here, thanks. <laughs> um, home isn't a place for me anymore. It's and she like clearly has issues like expressing this like she's stopping and like thinking. It's more of a feeling, I, I think. Okay. I- well, I'm hey, not... progress, progress. We're getting there. I'm not well versed in the I know, but and I'm really I, proud of all the advances. Hold on one sec. I know it's not your forte, but I'm proud of you for trying. You said the word feelings in a sentence. That's progress. I did, <laughs> and I meant it. But I... She's about to express something, and she stops. My point is, I don't want you getting hurt. And I, I want you to come with me. There's nothing more than I want you to come with me. But it's not going to be easy. Well, (laughs) this wasn't easy. (laughs) That's fair. 
But I, I don't know. boring, Galdrea. <laughs> I don't oh. know what the Raven Queen wants me anymore. I, I might just get booted out like I did a year ago. I, I don't know. I don't know why. And she stops again. If she boots you out, then she better boot me out with you. <sighs> Jake's That bird brain's got nothing on us. <laughs> she that was her that was in character <laughs> so cute Finn as you see this you your you defo picked up on the mention of that she has some oh. sort of relationship with oh yeah if ears could perk up they would be perking yeah what do you what do you say in this situation um you have connection to the Raven Queen, yeah? Jitter immediately like uses his wings to sort of move a little to Galdrea and Finn talk. I <laughs> used to. I'd like to believe I still do, but I haven't heard a response in quite a while. <laughs> she's not returning my calls. <laughs> yeah, she's not returning she's not my returning calls. My calls. <laughs> My goddess left me on red. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Um, That's an interesting thing to say. I didn't know that they answered all that often anyway. You need to understand, I spent 300 years bound to her service. (laughs) Even if I didn't speak to her personally very often, I I did every once in a while. And she was everything I knew. She was my life. Serving her was all I did. <coughs> Galdrea is the Raven Queen's Pearl. <coughs> what? <laughs> Galdrea is the Raven Queen's Pearl. Cough. Uh, yeah. There's so many Steven Universe references. We don't even need to. Lately. We don't even need to address it anymore. It's a part of the podcast. Welcome to the family, <laughs> Steven Universe. <laughs> anyway, anyway, are we allowed? I- do the... Whatever, Don't anyway, worry about it's fine. it. It's fine. Steven Universe future future. Or Steven Universe fantasy future. If you will. Anyway. Um, anyways. Uh, you. Wow. You. Remind me of me. Which <laughs> makes me kind of uncomfortable. Um, Understandable. <laughs> I, uh. I myself am a, I guess you could say, worshipper of the Raven Queen. Um, it's kind of hard not to be when you have such a uh, ghostly, somewhat cursed existence. Um, I'm not complaining. I think it looks pretty cool. <laughs> it definitely does. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um... But I think um, you could really maybe end up helping us out a bit. I'm not exactly sure how everything's going to go. Um, Everyone is acting like everything is going to be fine and... um, the outcome will be sure that everyone knows it's dangerous, but they don't know how dangerous. They don't know what just uh, what exactly are you all planning on doing? 
I'm gonna say for a moment, like, I think in this scene, Finn and Galdrea, Finn would plan to resurrect Anna. Yeah? Is that a safe assessment? What is it, would you say? Is it safe to say that, like, Finn's gonna tell Galdrea the plan to resurrect Anna and stuff? Um, very, very, very reluctantly, yeah. Okay, so that happens. Meanwhile, over with the rest of them, because we do have two RP scenes that could go on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so explanation, explanation, explanation. Right, explanation over there. With Calum, Andre, Sari, and Rowan, though, Calum just kind of sighs and just goes, I... <sighs> All right. Look, whatever happens next, we're doing this for our friends, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. For friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love you guys. And thank you for taking. I don't know what's in the next couple. Terrifying. But we're going to do it together, says. And whatever we do, we're going to do together. So win or lose, right? Yeah. I mean, we're all in this together. Do whatever and. Um. I think that Rowan Rowan has kind of been overhearing the conversation that was going on on the other end and just what Galdrea and Jitter were saying about like you know like never leaving each other and you know even like different planes wouldn't keep them apart and this whole time she's just kind of been thinking about Anna and and Caleb and what the things that Caleb has told her about their relationship and that Anna's told her about their relationship. Um, and they, I think for, like, she doesn't really know Anna that well, even though she's talked to her a couple of times and she's helped her in, in battle. Um, mm-hmm. So I think for the, hearing Jitter and Galdrea talk this way, I think for the first time she really gets a concept of why Caleb wants to bring her back so badly. And um, I think that she would just go to Caleb and be like, okay, I, I want to help you too. But, Thank you. But that said, this... This could be dangerous. Things, I don't want to scare you, but this is a scary thing that we're doing. Resurrecting someone is not an easy task. Things might not go exactly as we planned. I just, I just want to look out for your, really, just your happiness, your emotional state. Caleb, You've been through so much, and I just don't want this to be more more trauma for you. So I just, before we go through with this, I want to make sure that this is really really what you want. Caleb stands up, Rowan, and in this moment, like, not purposely, but kind of seems taller, you know? 
Mm-hmm. And he, you notice he was, he was listening to you, but his eyes have caught something a few steps away. Because mm-hmm. sitting on one of the desks is a blue, tattered, and ragged, worn, and beaten up old wizard hat. And he looks at it and just goes, <sighs> Oh, son of a bitch. This is this Ooh, used to, listening to this, me. This, this used to belong to someone who taught me magic. He was a, a water ganasi. Very smart. He uh patted it, you know, and he looks at it and just goes, When I was little, when I was first learning spells, he used to tell me something. That the magic we cast and all these things are just a reflection of who we are. They tell us something about ourselves. It's an extension of ourselves, an extension of what we believe. And I kind of thought it was a lot of hokey, you know. I don't believe in something hard enough that I electrocute someone, (laughs) you know. But I guess that makes sense. I guess I kind of get what he means now. We're going to put our all into this. And Rowan, I've been through 50 years of trauma. Whatever happens now, isn't going to change that. And he puts the hat on and kind of tips it. It's a little big, but at, the mo- at that moment, it seems like the perfect fit. And he just kind of stretches himself a bit and goes, <sighs> whatever this fucking tower has for us, whatever that ritual has for us, whatever the order has for us, we're going to do it together. So trauma can bring it fucking on. Hmm. Rowan kind of like gives him a very determined smile but also kind of just like the I hope this doesn't sound weird but like I guess like the kind of smile that like like an aunt would would give her her nephew Mm -hmm. or something like just that look of like Wow, like, you've grown up so much, <laughs> you know? Like, she, it's not a thing that she actually says, but it's what her, it's, it's what her says. It's just like, look at how much you've grown up since I first, yeah. first met you. So, Calum wraps sorry Andre and Rowan in a hug in this moment, and just says, I love you guys. Family. Mm. Actually, actually, I I want to say that this happens as as they're in this group hug. Rowan just kind of looks up at him and she's like, "You look good in that hat." Thanks. I think I'm gonna keep it. I think you'd like me to keep it. Uh, he kind of parts a bit and goes, "Andre, you've been really brave so far, and I thank you. Sorry." can't thank you enough for being my family and Rowan thank you for caring about me even when even when you really don't need to worry so much <laughs> and he slams the staff on the ground a little defiantly looks at the door ahead and just like let's fucking do it so cutting, <laughs> cutting back to the end of their moment Galdrea, Jitter and Finley I think have spent a little bit of time talking about the resurrection ritual 
and Galdrea probably informs them that even though it's a risky business, to assuage a little bit of their fear, lets Finley know that because Anna was a hero of the Shadow War, an event that did harm the Shadowfell a good bit, the Raven Queen might be willing to, like, make a deal. Exceptions yeah, can be made. Turn a bit of a blind eye, you know? Mm. So, Finn, you hear that probably good news. <clears throat> Yeah, definitely. Jitter ends it with, and besides, he sees the group hug from the other crew and just goes like, I think you need to go there. And just kind of like, gives you the hand motion of like, go, go, go hug them. Go hug your friends. Aww. Aww. Uh, <laughs> she kind of shuffles over there. And then, um, she's not good with hugs, but she, she'll kind of like, sort of surprise. Yeah. And she's <laughs> on her She's like, I'm here too now. <laughs> Caleb just goes, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Aww. <laughs> you grab her and pull her in there. Uh, Jitter and Galdrea look at this group hug, and Jitter just goes like, they seem nice. <laughs> I think they are nice. You ready? Let's go. Jitter kind of like, Let's gives you a little fist, like, kind of Gives you a little, like, almost a, pun- a soft punch buggy on your shoulder and just goes, like, don't worry about it, Cal. Got this. With you, yeah. Not with me. You've we got do. fucking swinging around over there. Super cool. You got this. You got this. I'm just here. We got this. Okay. I'll let you slide with that. Oh. Oh. You're so cute. This door opens, um, and there is an upside-down beholder zombie. Shit! Okay! Wow! Is, but it is, <laughs> an upside-down upside beholder now? zombie, but it's in that white light that they're in, but it's in the same white light the spirit dragons were. Oh! <gasps> Finley had her weapons out! Well, as soon as you see it's in the white so light, the is, much like the spirit dragons, it, it's spinning upside-down, and it's saying something in different languages. And uh, Andre, you hear it first in in a language in I think I guess Elvish. So all the elves hear first the word rage. Then and then oh, it just yeah. cycles through all the other languages. And all all of you have heard it say the word rage. I don't understand Elvish. And once the, all of you hear the word That's rage weird. the first time, the lights go out. And instantly you hear, like, running thuds. And as your Rowan, your light kicks in from Jitter's spell and all of your Uh darkness kick in, and you see the furniture in this room is running. The the furniture? It looks like like everything is running. Like Beauty and the Beast? Beauty and the Beast, but, like, but not that. And like it's making like quick thuds repeatedly and it sounds like it's coming from all the walls. The walls themselves are shifting and it looks like everything in this room is trying to barricade the door. Oh my god. Oh. The walls are like Oh, all the good feelings that we just had are gone. The walls are like (laughs) Yeah, thanks for the mental break. themselves down to reach to the door. Just like it seems like the entire room itself does not want you to get through. And Calum sees this and just goes, oh, fuck no. And casts a fireball <laughs> on all the wooden furniture. Oh! <laughs> she, 
And Jitter, Jitter, I can do this part too. And he gets his his little dais on his left side of the armor and spins it to the fire symbol. And he casts the spell Lightning Bolt, but it comes down as this crackling beam of fire that just hits on these parts. And Jitter immediately goes into a gust of wind to keep the wall at bay. And he just like looks at everyone, just says, Go, 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 go. I can hold this off for a while. Just get through the door. And he is. Uh Ah, uh, you heard him. Run, 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 run. Okay, I'll, yeah. Every, we'll do yeah. that. Everyone just books it through. I like the image of Finley, like, putting out the shoulder pad of their armor to break maybe some of the wood, you know? Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just <laughs> ramp time, baby. I'm, like, hitting things with my, uh, with, uh, my staff. Just, like, yeah. And Galdrea, uh, you Actually, be- actually, I take that back. I turn into, a like, a Big, big. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, you guys just barrel through. Galdrea, you're the last one, and you see Jitter struggling to keep yep. up this this wall. She just waits. She's not gonna leave without him. Galdrea, I love you. Please, please go. I can seal this up behind me. You, I can't. You know that. And she steps forward. He, he kind of sighs a little him. bit. So he's like, fine, fine. I'll figure something out. Come on, Jitter. Think, 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 think. Oh, I know. <clears throat> and he just goes like, I almost forgot I could do this. Holds out his hand. And this giant blue <laughs> hand appears and just goes like, ah, thank the gods for Bigby. And this hand just starts pushing up at the wall. And he goes, it's, got, it's a pretty... Strong grip, but it can't last too long. Please go first, because I do have the concentration on the spell. As long as you promise to come with me, and then she I walks. I promise she walks through, and he, like, lowers his wings to, like, be on ground level, and is walking through the door, holding his hand up, and when he finally walks to the door, closes his fist, the hand, the big V's hand fades, and the wall just <laughs> behind them. <laughs> you gotta stop. You are the smartest idiot I know. Stop scaring me! (laughs) She's just like shaking her head. Caleb just turns to everyone, just goes like, "He totally said the L word." (laughs) Jitter and Gal sitting in a tree. Na 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 na. It's what? Don't worry about it. You walk into this. Uh, okay. Andrea just shakes her head. Sorry, just keeps wiggling her eyebrows. She has no idea what face she's doing, but she's just like <laughs> trying to like make faces at them. Like, yes, you said words. <laughs> mm. Words were said today. <laughs> as you guys like, as you guys are in this room, uh, you just hear like what sounds like. And you see these books in this library just open themselves and magic just poof, poof, poof. And you guys see the doors swung right open. You just have to kind of run through. So as you run through, I'm going to have you guys roll two con saves. And if you fail, you get hit by a wild magic surge. Isn't that fun? Oh, oh. I love this. So two con saves? Yeah, there's two wild magic surges. 
be oh, I remember that conversation we had before the yeah. session today. Oof. The bad rolls are kicking in. It makes you feel any better. Okay, everyone, your first con saves. What did you get? Y'all. Y'all, 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 y'all. I rolled two nat 20s Sorry. in a row. She just makes it. Yo! I rolled both con saves. I have plus zero oh my to God. con. Sorry. Sorry stole my good rolls from me. Uh, sorry, sorry um, has all all the good rolls, and I'm okay. sorry. I apologize sorry for her good rolls. Good rolls. Sorry, it's makes fine. it through fine. Um, my Andre's first one was an eight. Oof. Mine was a three. <laughs> eight and three. Uh, all right, and Shay mm. is just dead, so that's fine. Fin- um. Uh, Finn's one, uh, that okay, 22 yeah, was the first one. The first one, so Gal, uh, Andre, and, uh, no, yeah, just Gal and Andre actually jitter and came and passed their first ones. Um, let me see what should happens to you two. Because it could be harmless, it could be bad. Uh, Andre, your skin is now blue. <laughs> she's, she's just kidding. She's just kidding. Uh, Galdrea, whenever you talk, bubbles come out for a minute. For <laughs> yep. Gal. Like, you want to say oh something to Jitter and a bubble comes out, and Jitter just goes, like, oh boy. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what about those second con saves, my friends? This one's not as good. Uh, no, you do I have, have to roll? Two 20s. Do I have to roll so, another? The, the, uh, the honor is going to be 100. It's a 5. So what did you guys get? Oh, okay. The okay. second one was much better. 15? Oh, I good. rolled a 15. You're good. 21. Finn, what was your second one? <laughs> Let's see. 5. 31. <laughs> Finn? Oh no. You're running and then pop oh, you're no. gone. And you pop in and you see stars and the cosmos and you're in the astral plane and it's <laughs> beautiful and like everything <laughs> is strange and weird. And before you take a moment to process the infinite grandeur of the of the cosmos and how truly small you are in comparison to the big wide world, you realize you are a pin on a small on a blot on an ink blot on a smaller ink blot, and everything's crazy, and your mind is evaporate and you're back. Well, that was a trip. I think I just died and came back. B, that was brilliant. <laughs> Can we applaud B for that? <laughs> I think I need a therapy session. <laughs> Just a question. What was the, what? What did you roll for the wild magic magic surge on that one? Oh was no, it just existential crisis. Plane, but that's the cosmos. Okay, but I guess existential crisis is included in that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you saw the stars on him, so Caleb's just floating around. Jitter! Oh my god. Can Finley try to no way. grab him? Like, grab him. 
That's what Jenner just got on his D100 roll. Oh my god. Jitter got Fear? 69. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. 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 I don't know. <laughs> the thing in the book written for 69 is so not good. It's like it becomes it's just an invisibility thing on other people. I don't know, dude. Like I feel like 69 needs to be glorious. <laughs> Make okay, it here's up. what happens. Jitter gets hit by this magic burst and walks out and he Oh god, what do I do? Um Okay, yeah, this is what happens. As he goes out of the cloud, he looks around at everybody and he realizes like his wings have gotten like stronger built. He just he he has gone from gone from like soft to like he looks for a split second like how Jitter could look if he took points in strength and just looks like a fucking Chad basically for like 20 seconds. And like Swalter. his voice is the same, just like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then, then a bunch of crying face emojis just start filling the fucking screen out of fucking no dude. It's a 69. <laughs> I think we just need to take a moment to relish that it is in fact a 69. I just think that that's special and important and worth noting. Yeah, you hear air horns from somewhere. But then... Where the fuck does that come from? Then just, like, his head cranes up, and then he just starts talking. And Galdrea, you notice him go from, like, his regular colors to sort of a black and white, grayish tone all over himself. And he just says, wait, what's happened? Eh? And he gets caught in the white light for a second. <gasps> and he starts saying, No. Hello. No, 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 no. No. No, I don't like that. Galdrea will fucking murder. <laughs> murder the light, Galdrea. His, his mouth it. opens just wide and you just hear, I've been meaning to converse with you. I've been left here to rot for over 50 years. Why would you abandon me? I was doing everything right. What did I do wrong? I'm sorry. Why did I fail you? Why did you leave me here? Why did you leave me here? And as it says this, the walls shake and the building shudders and it seems like everything reverberates with jitters, please. And it just ends with, I used to be important. I used to be special. You used to care about me. Did I do wrong? And the light's gone and Jitter collapses. Galdria immediately like rushes over to him. He shakes a little bit and just goes, I uh, hate Hi. Uh, what happened? It. She doesn't know what to say, and that's really clear. It doesn't matter, it's over. Okay. 
Iya. Do you have any idea what what that was? It's bonkers, but it's a working theory. I think Jitter just talked for the Arcanum, like the building. Is it's sentient? Clearly, I mean, I mean, it, it makes a weird sort of sense. This place was hit by so much magic, it was a wizard school. I mean, all that lingering magic in one confined place. It, it makes a lopsided kind of sense. This town is just weirder and weirder by the day. So wait, if that mean That means everything that happened wasn't the ghosts or nothing, it was the house itself reacting to us being in here. Because it was abandoned. <laughs> and Jitter just kind of chimes in, I know if I was abandoned in 50 years, I'd be pretty angry. So you're saying that the building we're in right now is lonely? And it's doing all this stuff to us because it's angry? It, I don't have any other way to describe it. I mean, I'm sure in more magically scientific terms it can make more sense, but that's that's the layman's version of it. I don't know, dude. We're dealing with ghosts and undeath. Anything's possible. Uh, hey, house. We're real sorry. Uh... A white light hits Jitter again. And this time, Jitter just goes like, wait, 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 no, 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 no. And throws, throws his goggles at oh, the no. light. And the light hits the goggles. Oh, no. And they float up a little bit. And uh, you just hear from like the echoing of the light somehow. It just goes like, you apologize? Oh. I, I can't. And you're all hearing it in your native languages. It, it's not something mm. where it's actually speaking. It's more of a telepathic thing in your heads that you all hear in the language you know best. Sure. The gnomish. Uh, okay. And it, you hear it say, I get it. I get it. Fucking come back here after... All you did was leave me to rot, but now you need me. And now, now I'm... Um, I wasn't even, like, I was like a baby <laughs> 50 years ago. I can't really speak for I, everyone I else. I lived with some gnomes 50 years ago. See, 50 years ago. I would have been 35. Oh god, don't remind me of Sari's fucking age. <laughs> Caleb, you know. and I are the same Caleb age. Just, like, takes a moment and just goes, I think talking to it, like what, what we're doing is probably not productive. But productive. Do we oh, hit it? Like the walls? Rock set? No, 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 no. I don't. It's, it's upset. I don't think that this is the situation where we fight it. I think no. 
there's some kind of peaceful solution to this. Oh, I thought there was two solutions to everything. I thought it was like either uh, kick ass or talk, and there's no in between. Well, that's, but that's I'm sorry. Almost accurate. Caleb uh, then just kind of goes, but I think I do know what I can do. And he looks at his hat a little bit and just goes like, see if I remember this. Holds out his staff and starts casting different spells around the place. And he's just basically like, basically just doing a cavalcade of magic in this place. And he just goes, I, 50 years ago, this place was what taught me to do these amazing You sat here if you could see and saw growth and progress and young people growing old and coming back because they loved what they learned and old people older and passing on their knowledge and passing on their souls. You watch the progression of time. You watch the beauty of progress. It was stolen from you. And I'm sorry. We had a lot stolen from us 50 years ago. I did personally too. <laughs> I relate to you building. <laughs> but, and he, he is laughing. This is, but I promise I'll make it right. I have to do a lot of that. But I'm not going to have to do it alone. Neither do and the door opens. Aww. I, like, pat the wall. Thank you, building. <laughs> and If it makes you feel any better, Jeffrey's downstairs cleaning. <laughs> so you, you guys make it into this <laughs> final, you guys make it into this final room, and Jitter just looks at Aldrea and grabs her hand and just says, well, this is it, partner. I guess so. I'm sorry I spooked you earlier, but I'm almost kind of, I'm almost kind of glad. No, no, no. I mean, if it spent 50 years wanting to just say that it was hurting, I'm kind of glad I got to be the voice for You're the only person who could have handled that. Oh. He, like, kicks his foot onto the floor a little bit and is like, stop it. Oh. Okay, Come on, let's, let's get the book you need. We'll get you home and we'll face whatever happens together. And he flutter jumps Sounds in. good to me. And you guys walk into this oh. last room and there's a desk. And like, it looks like a library. It's a fucking library. This whole place is basically a fucking library. <laughs> it's a fucking so library. God. And you could tell this is like where the head librarian or the head you know, leader would sit. And there's all these old mm. books surrounding it. And Caleb just goes, a fucking course. The oldest tomes were up because we couldn't build lower because we ourselves into the graves of people who were ghosts around us and defiling their graves was bad would just be bad. So we built up. So of course the old ancient tomes are up here. All right. And it's just an empty desk. And the only things there that have any sort of usability besides just endless streams of books that you would spend years searching for is a, a bell. The little, like, hand bell for service. <gasps> it's back! It's back! back. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
What do you do? It's just this desk and a bell. Um. Can I ring the bell? The... Sorry, you ring Three. the bell. And when you do, this hooded figure appears on the other side of the desk. As if it had always Oh, hello. And it just... Hi. Opens. I it rang opens, your bell. It, it, it opens it the desk, grabs a I'm book, sorry. opens it, flips it open, grabs a quill, starts... <clears throat> and it shows you, how can I help? Ah, so this is a Tom Riddle well, situation. Like it, you see it I, I kind of like... And it just, like, then it spins it over and shows you the question, how can I help you? I think I kind of, like, nudge Caleb forward a little bit. Not in the, like, I'm scared and I want you to talk for me. Just in the, like, this is, like, this, this is you, buddy. We'd like to check out two books, please. And it, like, nods. And it scratches onto the page. What books are you looking for? And uh, Talem answers a with the Tome of the Bell Norn and a shift. And it closes the book. It gives you a nod. And it walks into the shelves and in infinite cases. And within a few seconds, it is back with two separate. Gives one into the hands of into the hands of Galdrea, and it sits there. Who's that? I don't know, but it found what we're looking at. There are just tears in Caleb's eyes. <laughs> mm. And it just sort of sits there expectantly. What do you do? I like um I don't know. I just kind of look at Caleb and I say I know what you said back there, and I trust that you're ready. Caleb just nods and then looks to the others and just goes, but I think we're being a little don't you? He did take the time to find those for us. That's true. We should probably thank him. Yeah. I think that's right. Caleb just... I just... I just want to make sure... Rowan, I'm not a sick you... child anymore. I I know that you're not. I just I know I know that you're not. I know that you're not. I I just I just care about you. I just I just I believe in you. I just really really hope that this goes right. Caleb smiles at Rowan and just goes, Well. Hope is one thing, but we do have power. We have the power to do the right thing. So he walks like eye to eye with the spirit and goes, The bottom of my heart, thank you. You've been a faithful member of this community for 50 can rest now. Your service has been fulfilled. And the spirit bows, and you hear the sounds of a building being back together. 
and mm. hear the happy, almost relieved nature is finally this plane. Mm. And in finality, that hood writes in happy to be. He writes happy what? to be of assistance. And the doors swing wide open. The doors swing open. And it's all just ready. There's no traps. There's no nothing. It's cleared out. Mm. I guess all we needed was a little kindness. Galdrea, you have the book you're looking for, and you have Jitter with you, and you realize that this is just going to be walking down some stairs, and your ways will be parted with this yep. crew. So, I look to the rest of the party, and I just say very genuinely, thank you. And I look to Jitter, and I start walking out of the room, like shaking, holding the tone. Jitter, the kind of jolt, like runs a little to catch up with you. And message cantrips, everybody. You've been an amazing help. Thank you so much. I wish we could talk more, but we have work to do. And as he catches up with Galdrea, he just goes, So, you ready to brave a whole other fucking universe together? As ready as I'll ever right. be. <laughs> Let's get home and we'll, we'll do this. I'm, I'm proud of you. Let's do it. You too. Of course. And thank That's you. friends are for. And the two walk out. <laughs> but Andre just like puts a hand over her. <laughs> We're gonna do a bit of a time skip. Heather, thank you. You've been amazing. Yeah. Um, oh gosh. You have to do a bit Thanks, of a time skip. Yeah. Thank you. you keep that listening. Was fucking no awesome. <laughs> thank you so much. I probably will. I'm gonna mute myself and That's just fair. put it That's out fair. so I can mm -hmm. hear it. So, so yeah. Time skip a little bit. You're in the castle. Oh, so Night has fallen. The veil is at its lowest. You sit now amongst your friends, staring at each other and knowing what's about to happen. And Caleb looks at the book, kind of glances at it a little bit and goes, fucking course, it's an elvish. <laughs> right? Right, guys? <laughs> yeah, right. What did what did <laughs> tell you, Finley? Uh, I I think that I think we're in That's good hands. Comforting. He then just uh <laughs> looks at everybody and just goes, Well, only one way to start this show, right? <sighs> and the room is empty, except for you all in this, and the red orb in the center. Caleb gingerly rubs the cover of this book and flips it open. He breathes in, breathes out, looks at everyone one last time, tips the cap a little bit of his new wizard hat. <clears throat> the ancient ritual to bring back a Bail Norn is, a, is powerful. It requires loving hearts to bring 
the soul back to the plane of reality. It requires powerful magic. Gathered before us tonight, I believe we have both. Let's begin. Let's begin. <clears throat> Here's how this is going to work. Each of you will have a moment to commune with the spirit of Anna. You've spoken to her in the past. You've talked to her before. She's guided you throughout this whole adventure. And now it's your moment. Each of you are going to get a moment to say something. Judged on that, I will determine the DC. And then you will make a single check with your ability of spell casting. So if you're a bard, it's your charisma. If you, you get the idea. Your role will matter, but what will matter more is your heart. Who would like to go first? Um, we could go in order. All right. Sorry. You grab your pipes, you play a note, and your world goes white. And you just feel a presence with you, a loving embrace around you. Oh, this is nice. What do you say? You know what you have to do. What do you say? What um, do you say? Hi, Anna, if this is you, uh, we're, we're going to bring you back now when... I don't know why I'm so scared all of a sudden. This is what we've all been working towards. It's just, I want this to go well. I need this to go well for, for Calum. I'm doing this for him. There's a little fire. There's just a little tiny candlelight fire in front of you. And it's all your vision can comprehend, but the more you start talking, it's growing a little bit. It's, it's working. What do you keep saying? Because I love Calum and Calum and this family that we've, we've made and that's been, it's been all brought together by you and You've given me this amazing family opportunity. And honestly, I can't, I can't thank you the enough. The fire grows a little bit. I, I don't know what else to say here. So she pulls out her pan pipes and she starts to play a sort of song, the lullaby that uh, Martin taught her. Calm, As you play, note. sorry. Oh. As you play, sorry images appear in the fire the way it did with Martin and it is in fire your memories you see silhouettes of yourself growing small 
having your shoe cotton trees with your gnome brothers. You see the day you left home. You see the day you met Abix. You see the day you managed to win a sparring match against your teeth mom and the look of pride on her face. And you see the day you moved to Timshel and the tears in your teeth mom's eyes as she wishes you well. And you see the day you a cart pulled up to you with a halfling and an Azamar. And you see the day that you fought a wolf and you see Aster and you see everything. And at the end of this vision of yours, the fire is a huge red glowing covering you in warmth and love. I'd like you to roll charisma. not very high. It's 11 plus 2. Okay. This fire envelops you, sorry. And you hear a voice just say, You've given it your all, sorry. And you've done enough. Finn. Same deal. Yep. The white, the fire, the ember. You don't know Anna that well, but you do have to say something. Okay. Uh, uh, h- hello, Anna. Um, I guess we've never talked. Uh, you know my name, but my name is Finley. I, I'm a little bit nervous because I know a lot about what you've done and what you and, and Caleb and Zagreus have done or potential and I and it's honestly I, I don't know how I got this far but and I don't think I ever expected to be here but I have said I, I would, would say that in this time that I've been I guess assigned to Calum I've already learned a lot i uh i learned that he doesn't always need protecting but sometimes just needs to be there and i know that he misses you a lot and and i i swear to you no matter what happens, I will try my damnedest to keep that silly, silly boy the alive. Fire throwing. <laughs> and I... It's kind of hard sometimes. I was... raised and taught all of these amazing um, fantastic stories about what you had done, and what Caleb had done, what you had done, and it's interesting when you look look now and you can talk to them like people. I guess I didn't know what normal talked like. I was always too focused, but I think. 
I think now I'm starting to get a hang of it. I think I don't know I don't know how long it will take. I I don't know what the future holds. I now understand that I can and there are now people that can help me grow. The fire envelops you, Finn, and you see things too. You see your aunt fighting battles alongside Kayla Manana and Zagreus, these silhouettes in the fire. You see wars and battles won and battles lost, and you see all of those things turn into weights, little blocks that sit in a backpack the silhouette of your aunt carries. And then you see yourself, young and innocent, and you see her opening this backpack and handing you these blocks, telling you these stories. And you, you see now your armor in battle, made of those same tails, so it made of those same blocks. And you see yourself grab Caleb and jump. You see the moment where you met the Night Council. You see the moment where reality didn't matter this dragon from the wall came and you flung at it and you gave it your all and you see all those things and you see the moment you were given the rank of lieutenant, all of those moments and that armor made of those same blocks of those same stories just never left you. And you hear, march on, soldier. I'm proud of you. Andre. Oh, God. We're all just same deal. <laughs> same deal. Little fire. White mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> Andre just kind of gazes at the little fire for a few moments. <sighs> you and I have gotten to know each other pretty well over the past weeks. I can tell you in time it's been about a few weeks to almost a month or so. Okay. Throughout the past month you've you know kind of been in my head literally. You get to know a person pretty well that way. It, the fire kind of grows a little bit and it purposely flicks a little ember at you, almost playfully. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to cry. Oh my god. Just let okay. it happen. <laughs> In the short time I've known you and gotten to learn about the things that you've done for Timshul and for Calum specifically. I know that you're a fighter. Even after you died, you continue to fight and you're still fighting. It grows a bit. It's, it's our turn. It's our turn to fight for you now. You've been strong 
for us. And now it's time for us to be strong for you. It's going to be okay, and we're going to bring you back. It's growing very big now. You've You've become part of this family that I've made for myself, and I can't wait to see you in person. Okay, so both both Finn, I forgot to do this for Finn, uh, because your both magic comes from like being like eldritch knights and stuff, and Andres is thief. So both of you would roll with intelligence. So both just make intelligence checks. I completely okay. forgot to do fins. I'm sorry. It don't. No worries. Oh, thank God. It was what like, was it, Finn? Oh, my God, yeah. 21. Yeah. What did you get, Andre? <sighs> the stress was heck. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Okay. Okay. Uh, the fire envelops you, Andre, and you just hear, and neither can I, old friend. And... You see images too. You see your fire art starts with a ship. And the fire is the sea. And you see yourself and the faces you remember. And you're happy. It's a rare moment of bliss. You then see everything. You see the lonely nights you spent alone in a house thinking you had a family. You spent, you see, the night you ran away, the night you decided to be your own person, the night you took life in your own hands. You see the family you made with Jatai and Pluto and Aster and Esvel. And you see your, your greatest moments together, not by accomplishment, but just the moments that you remember. The things that made you laugh, the, the time Pluto fell asleep in a tree, the time Jatai leaned back to fire an arrow from a ceiling or something. And just remember his voice saying, I hope this doesn't become a trend. (laughs) (laughs) The day that his wings sprouted and the joy you had. And then you see yourself leaving them. And it's sad. And it hurts. But in this image, you take solace in the knowledge that they're not gone. You caught up with them. They caught up with you. And you see those moments, too. You see Talia asking you your name 10, 12, 20 times. You see everything. And you look for a moment at this little family you've made, starting at first with you in the fire, then your crew, then the Night Council, and the people of Timshul, and all of them growing and expanding wider and wider. And then that fire envelops you and Rowan. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Hey, Anna. It's been a journey, hasn't it? If Fire Kid gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I first came to Tim Joel, I had no idea what was in store for me. And I'm so glad that it was this. I, I've made so many friends I never expected to make. I've done things I never expected to do. 
I've watched everyone grow so much, but I'm still scared. I don't, I don't know what the future holds for me. I don't, I don't know what the future holds for the rest of us. I, I want to have confidence that everything's going to be okay. That's what I tell myself. That's why I always try to have such a positive outlook. Because I just want to make sure that my friends feel the same way. All of us have been through so much, and I do my best to keep everyone happy, but I'm so scared. But the warm embrace of the fire helps you more. But... All of that said, something inside of me knows that, or at least wants to know that this is going to work out. I just, I think I just need to hold on to that hope that even though I'm scared, things are going to be okay. Bowl of wisdom, Rowan. Oh, shoot. That is a 22. Rowan, the fire envelops you, and you hear it say, Hold on to your hope, Rowan. And you see a story. You see yourself, and there's a little tongue of fire glowing from your chest. And you see your life. You see your time with your family, and your fire is beaming in your chest, growing out and expanding inside of you. And you see the happy moments. You see the day that Ashwin learned to play music, and the joy you felt. And you, there's a dread in all these joyful moments, Rowan, because you know what comes next. Mm-hmm. I just realized that that was something that I I didn't mention, and I think I I kind of like as I'm seeing this, I kind of just like burst out, still talking to Anna, and I'm just like, I think I've realized the reason why I had so much doubt. It's because I know what it's like to lose someone you love. And as you say that, the fire shows that's. I know what it's like to feel that guilt. And I just, I don't want anyone to feel that ever again. At that moment, the, the jaws of the wolf cling. And the fire in your chest just goes out. But then, and everything is black for a second, Rowan, and you worry, did you do something wrong? And then, that little light again. And this time you find it, and you see you sitting in a tavern, and you see your big half-worked friend cleaning dishes and rolling his eyes as you're talking about the weather. And he, you see everything. Every moment. The fights, the, the angry times you've had, the time you berated Andre for killing a kobold when really it wasn't a deal. <laughs> like, really. It, Sorry. You see, you see yourself at Kalen's birthday. 
considering all the things we've killed now. You see, at Caleb's birthday, you see that little image of yourself talking to the images of your friends and it's fire burns bright in that moment and you see the moment where you destroy the frost wolf and everything you remember the malsum and how you overcame that moment already once before and just everything rowan even up to eldraine where you managed to use your love and magic to free garrick from oko and you just hear, you've never lost that hope, Rowan. You've kept it burning. I look up to you. Be strong for me. And your world will white. I will. Mothers and fuckers of the jury, it's my turn. <clears throat> Calum <laughs> just starts telling Anna, I don't know what the others are saying. I don't know if we're doing this right. He adjusts his hat. I don't know what's about to happen. But I would bend any rule, any world, any multiverse to be with you again. You were my best friend. You meant everything to me. When I had no one, I know I had you. When you left, I was scared, but I learned that I could find other people. I met amazing people when you were gone, Anna. And the idea of you meeting them in the flesh, for real, I don't, I don't know what to say. I have a sister now. I have, I have someone who loves me unconditionally. I have a lot of people who do. People who don't care that I'm Prince Calum, but people who care that I'm Calum, the way you used to care. I've learned to live without you. Not because you weren't there for me, but because but because I knew that one day, someday, everyone has to say goodbye. And that's really scary. But if I can keep smiling, if I can keep you part of me, even though you're not here. <laughs> well then maybe that means when you are here, I'll get to be your better friend. <laughs> Sometimes I feel bad that I've made new friends. I feel like it's unfair. But I love them. And I feel like it's unfair to them if I'm stuck 50 years ago. I spent so long feeling guilty, I thought maybe if I could bring you back, I wouldn't have to feel that way anymore. But bringing you back doesn't change what happened. And I'm just now realizing that all of this, all of this, everything, the reason I cooped myself up in a castle and didn't let myself live was because I thought I, I 
thought that you wouldn't want me to live without you when nothing is further than the truth. You were fire. You were so happy to be alive. Living was its own reward to you. I guess I always was kind of the cold head, hard head, huh? But I've learned to be happy and to find happiness in the little things. I learned to be happy with you gone. So maybe that means I can be happier with you here. Anna. <laughs> I'm just now realizing. I always thought I needed you. I thought I needed you in my life, but... Maybe the fact I don't need you, the fact that I can live without you, the fact that I can be happy with you gone, means that I'm finally ready to be your real best friend. Yeah. I love you. And whether you come back or not, I'll always remember you. I just want you to be happy too. And it's white, and it's warm, and all of you see this fire, and when it parts, you all see each other. Too far away to reach, but just close enough to see. And you are filled with this love and warmth, and you hear someone from around you, behind you, you don't know, just say, you idiots are some of the most beautiful people I've had the pleasure to watch for 50 years. You motherfuckers. You cartwheeled into a fucking building. You, you've done the most crazy bullshit. I'm so proud. <laughs> You asked me. Uh, you've asked thanks. me. Thanks. Come back. <laughs> you guys. I just wanted the invitation. I love you all. I accept. Sorry, runs over. She's she, she wants to hug this person. You run. She's going into for it. Fire. Sorry, and the girl was still white. And you wake up from what feels like a long and restful and beautiful dream. I wait. Hold on. I love this image of all of us just running at this white light, like arms open. And when you wake up, all of you are in a circle, yes. in that same circle, yes. almost waking up from a pleasant sleep. And. Andre, you look to your left, and there's Rowan. You look to your right, and there's Sari. And Sari, you look to your left, and there's Andre. And you look to your right, and there's Caleb. And Caleb looks to his left, and there's Sari. And looks to his right, and there's Finn. And the cycle continues, and you all just look around at each other. And Rowan, you look to your left, and there's just fucking Anna. What a bitch. <laughs> um, and in that moment, it doesn't click. And then it does. And you all just sit there, and... 
skeletal and old and undead looking. She sits for a moment and looks at all of you and just goes, You motherfuckers. Uh, 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 Andre wants to hug. Andre wants to hug. Is that, is that hug. like your word? She, she just like tries to get up and you see it like it's awkward and just trying her best and just kind of trips a little bit. Fuck, I forgot gravity existed. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, just like slowly turns and looks at Caleb like, this is how she normally was. Caleb is ball. Caleb sees this, this and is bawling and just goes, yeah, that's that's Anna. And she looks at all of you and she sits there. She holds out her arms and just goes, Come here, you dumbasses. You know what? We give her the best <laughs> hug. I, I said all that stuff about putting my fear behind me. Come here, you creepy, creepy zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, you skeletal and thing. You all. <laughs> you Finley stands you. back a little bit. It's okay, you're strangely cute, zombie. Finley, get in here. You're part of the fa- Finn, get in here. You're part of the family. Uh, okay, if you say so. I'm the princess, I say you're so. You're all holding <laughs> each other at this moment, and she kind of squirms her head out a little bit and just goes, Well. You did it. I don't know what to say, except... Hi. Hi, sorry. Finley. Andre and Rowan. It's so nice to finally meet you. And she looks over to Caleb and just goes, <laughs> And you. <laughs> and Caleb just chuckles and goes, Yeah, yeah. And she looks at her up and down, just goes, dig the hat. Defo dig the hat. She says, I just got it today. She's like, I gotta get it, get it to a tailor, my dude. <laughs> and it's just like, you see him, like, his cheeks puff out a little bit. She's like, looks kind of young. She's like, 50 years away from your best friend, and you show up in that, huh? <laughs> and he's just like, oh. you, you're... 50 years in the in another universe and in, in, in the afterlife and you're still a massive jerk. <laughs> and she tackle hugs him. Oh. To just hug each other for a very long time. And she just goes, I miss you. And he just goes, you have no idea. She stands up, looks at all of you, and Caleb's still there absolutely crying. Just just looks at the U4 and just goes, thank you for watching over him for me. Aww. He's a pain. Hey, no problem. I mean, me and Finn take shifts watching I'm sorry, you what? <laughs> You're not supposed to say that! I mean, Rose is there every night. Sorry! <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Oh, you're in for Rose, a treat, Anna. Rose gets to be there every that. night, and now Anna can take one of the shifts with us. Stop! Just stop. 
and you all just you know you're laughing with each other and Anna like goes up to you sorry and wraps you in a hug and just goes I'm honored to be part of your family it's I'm glad to have you in it and she hugs her back as tight as she can without breaking any of the yeah, yeah. bones. As she, walks, <laughs> as she walks up to Andre and just goes, So. Thought she'd be taller. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> she wow. and shakes her head and just like she hugs her back her and just goes, You know, I love you. <laughs> Goes up to Rowan, thought she'd be shorter. (laughs) And, like, she, like, she gives you this hug, and when she parts with you, she just goes, like, thanks for letting me stick around in your cranium for a while. It's not like I had much of a choice, but you were pleasant company, at least. You know. The sorry has, sorry's got a little problem with occupancy in there already and I feel like I feel like and Rowan would have probably freaked out to the point of no return if I did that to her I knew you could handle hey I'm growing I'm learning I know you are and she walks over to you Rowan and goes I know you are I'm sorry hi I'm Anna no I'm sorry hi sorry Uh, no uh, hi I apologize I'm Anna I'm kind of like that sometimes and she kind of (laughs) like sits next to you Ro and just goes so you know I used to think wolves were pretty and now I kind of think they suck (laughs) (laughs) sorry I've ruined wolves for you she just kind of smiles and just goes you've been a damn good spiritual healer, you know that? Oh, that's nice of you. But more importantly, you've been a good friend to all of them. Regardless of what you do, be a good friend. Hmm. And she would just walk right up to Caleb, and he's just awkwardly holding his shoulder, you know? And hmm. he, she just kind of goes, so, 50 years. And the best you can muster is a hug, huh, you dumbass? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, in fairness, you do look skeletal and Kriya? And she kisses him. Oh, yes. Yes. Aww. 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 I'm crying now. I wasn't, I wasn't before, but I'm crying more now. And she parts with him for a second and just goes, cold and skeletal, my ass. <laughs> and Caleb just oh. absolutely dumbfounded as she just like walks over to Finn and just goes, So, how do I, I know in person I don't match uh. up to all your stories your aunt told you? God, she always was a bit of a blabbermouth, wasn't she? <clears throat> uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of. More than she I smiled. expected. Just goes, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna disappoint you real quick. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I think I'm, my standards are starting to change good, very good, quickly. Good, good, good. She's the standards, kid. <laughs> what? And then she just chuckles a bit and just goes, you know what I mean. I'm, I don't know about yeah. being your hero, but I want to be your friend. Well, <clears throat> um, I, uh, certainly she not a post. She like, gives you a bit of a hug, and then just goes, just stands up a bit, and there's the sound of a door swinging, and then just, well, if it isn't my little girl. And she turns around and just goes, hey, Gramps, and it's an alien. And uh, he just kind of smiles and goes, so, how have you been? And it's very clear he's fighting back the happiest tears. And she walks... Let it out, Anelian. Let it out. The rest of us have a lot. She walks up to him, kind of like wraps him in a hug and just goes, yeah, now I look more old than you, don't I? And then he smiles and pulls her and just goes, oh, shut up. And then he just, and next to him is just like, holy shit, they did it. And she pokes her head out and just goes, you've known Caleb since you were a kid, Zag. You should know this. You knew he'd pull through, right? Come on. And she just kind of chuckles and just goes, man, I'm almost kind of, he just kind of goes to Caleb, maybe you did it a little too well. And <laughs> she just kind of like, flips him off and he smiles and she goes hey I still remember how to use my fingers dipshit <laughs> <laughs> and Zag just like goes, it is you and wraps her in a hug <laughs> <laughs> and then, then Calum runs in and hugs the two as well and there's this, this moment of this old family reuniting again and mm. Things come and pass. The moment fades. And she just kind of stands there with all of you and just goes, We have a lot to talk about. So, you know, I think, I think I, ooh, I think I gotta go. What? I, no, Calum, it's been 50 years. And I think I really gotta use the bathroom. And Caleb just goes, Do you need my help, Caleb? I'm not sorry, like, just turns and looks at Caleb like. I'm <laughs> and she's just like, no, Caleb, you don't ask people I'm that. I'm sorry, this has been a weird day. And he, she just smiles and like puts <laughs> her arm on her shoulder and just goes like, you're forgiven, but come on, Caleb. I managed to orchestrate this whole thing to bring me back into your lives. Think you think I can't handle a flight of love? <laughs> Watch out for the stairs. And the pseudo dragon. What? <laughs> oh, should we help her? Okay. And 
And now we have I'm to sure she's fine. She'll be fine. She hits the bottom of this flight of stairs and just looks up and just goes, I kind of kind of wish I was still a ghost right now, actually. <laughs> and Caleb runs down the steps and says, Anna, you just got back. You can't kill yourself again now. And he's just like, please don't do that ever again. Watch her down the stairs. I don't think I can really control that. Just being alive. 